I like to make up my own movies. Okay. Because when they're really bad, right. you know who's not expected to remember any details? Fair enough. Anyone. I didn't get, though, why Daniel Radcliffe was chosen to play Professor Dumbledore in the Clone Attack of the Clones. I can make up my own movies. It's like when Homer was watching that indoctrination movie with the that one uh, cult, and he's like, "I don't get it. If like if he knew Internal Affairs was on to him, why didn't he do anything about it?" Homer, that's not what the film was about. Yeah, but when I get bored, I make up my own movies. Starting us off with the Simpsons reference. It must be time to podcast. Oakley dokley. Hooray, beer. I don't know. That's a good Simpsons reference, is it? No, no that's the Red Stripe guy. Exactly. I like to believe he is part of every cinematic universe, though. Give this man a... You're ugly. Give this man a beer. You know who I like to believe is in many cinematic universes? Spider-Man. Well, he is He is in the MCU again, thank goodness. Just, I hope they do not have him in the Spider-Verse, though. The Jared Leto as Morbius. No. Uh, the... Venom in the symbi- symbiotes. As somebody who watched two thirds of that movie, <laughs> no, not two thirds, maybe a third, if that, and two random parts <clears throat> of it too. Like I saw like a portion, maybe fifteen minutes in to thirty minutes in. So after he had been infected, and when he was starting to realize that he had the sim- symbiote in him, and then also like the last fifteen minutes. Also, the bad guy in that is the guy from uh, The Night of, Dan. <coughs> Riz Ahmed, who was also in Rogue One. I don't even know what you're talking about. Venom, the movie. <coughs> the guy who plays the bad guy in that is the one who was in the pilot in Rogue One, as well as the, <coughs> the main. Cool. You know what would be great? Because I see him as a really menacing heavy in a lot of cases. I mean, you know, some actors can do anything, but this he just did not convey anything other than being a bad villain. But just wait. You have, first you'll have Venom that was bad, and then you'll have Jared Leto's Morbius, which I'm I'm sure could not be a horrible movie at all. And then they might do that um, uh, Black and Silver, because everyone wants to see Black Cat and Silver Sable. As we learned from the Spider-Man game, they were definitely the best part. Well, they actually cared about their characters, so I would, you know, the, the video game... I give far more credit than I give. I would give the people at Sony credit for handling their characters without Marvel's involvement. Ooh, and so I'm wondering if Spider-Man, with their new agreement, is Spider-Man still kept out of those, you know, Spider-Verse movies? Because if so, I can't wait to see Kraven the Hunter versus Venom. Sure. Because that'll be great. Well, you know, we got, we got a Carnage movie to look forward to as well. Don't forget, because Carnage... You forgot? Dan Carnage. He's uh, a character that, that is a symbiote as well. As played by a 60-something Woody Harrelson. Yep. Hey, I'm not going to be ageist about my 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 uh, superheroes, but I don't know. I mean, did you all see uh, Natural Born Killers? He plays crazy. <laughs> like 25 years ago. That's like, what, early 90s or mid-90s? Yeah. That's edgy times of the 90s. Ironically, around the time when characters like Venom were, like, top of the world. 25 years. It was, uh, 94. Yeah, that's a long time ago. Boy, I remember when Oliver Stone used to make interesting movies? When? Damn! You never liked Oliver Stone? He made one good movie. 
Okay. Platoon's not... Like, I tried going back to it. It's not as good as I remember. Like, it's not a bad movie. But I remember when I was a kid, I thought, oh, shit, it might have been part of the reason was every other word was fuck. So, as a kid, I might have been like, this is, like, adult. Now we're seeing directing, writing, <clears throat> what are we going for here? Mm-hmm. Wall Street? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess... Born on the 4th of July? Mm-hmm. JFK? <laughs> Any given Sunday? <laughs> There's a few memorable scenes. There's memorable scenes in it. Alexander! Oh, God! I remember seeing that in theaters. That just That's a movie that is about three hours too long. I've never actually watched the whole thing, so I can't. Yeah, you're, you're, I defer to you in that case. It's 90s Edge. It's just bad. It's incoherent. He, he did write Conan the Barbarian. Sure. Ever, with a lot of other people. I forget how many writers. I think, I want to say there was, I just watched that recently. I want to say there were two or three writers listed as written by. I'm pretty sure the assistant people also looking over your shoulder and changing stuff. Also, most movies, like, some of the writers who do the most influential stuff don't even get listed in the credits. I mean, for the average, like, major blockbuster, a lot of people get left off because it goes through so many rewrites. I mean, Lee Conan's cool, but, like, the coolest part of it is Arnold Schwarzenegger and the Sword and Shield stuff, Sword and Sorcery stuff. It's not really the plot or the dialogue outside of the intro, which I don't know if he actually storyboarded that intro, so that's the coolest part of that movie, the first, like, ten minutes. I do appreciate James Earl Jones's uh, diatribes in that movie. Yeah. Well, James Earl Jones is a treasure. Oh, yeah. He's good in everything. Baseball, man. <clears throat> One constant in life. Slavery. I mean, baseball. I mean, minorities being oppressed. What? That's America. Moonlight uh, Grand. You saw it. Saw what, you crazy cracker? I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, random white dude who just showed up at my door. Let's go to a baseball game and then drive across the country. Hey, black baseball writer, and let's not mention anything about the Negro Leagues. Why would they do that, Dan? Because he was a white guy in the the book. Who, uh, James Earl Jones' character? Ah. I I think they got James Earl Jones and was like, let's put James Earl Jones in this movie. Speaking of baseball stuff, that's kind of... I mean, of st- if he was a black guy writing about uh, baseball and history of America, mm-hmm. like, I mean, there would be a lot of references to, I don't know, Josh Gibson and all that other, all the other uh, Satchel Page, other Negro League players. Did I forget? Did I use more? I forgot names. Sorry. Josh Gibson, Satchel Page. Uh, God, I can't remember. I'm just trying to remember who was in that movie that HBO did, where they <laughs> with uh, Delroy Lindo and then McKelty Williamson. I think was Josh Gibson, and I'm trying to remember was Omar Epps in that too. Gosh, I'm trying to... Probably a guy named Summertime Blues and Sweet Sweet Christmas. Or some Luke guy, Cage was there. Some guy named Fast Molasses. Fast Molasses. I don't know. They had all kinds of nicknames. More people need nicknames in sports. Yeah, like A-Rod, and I-Rod, and K-Rod. Pudge. <laughs> oh, no, it was, uh, that's right, Blair Underwood played Jackie Robinson in that. That's right. Or King Felix. See, now, there's a shame. Um, a decade-and-a-half career that went absolutely nowhere. There's a character in this who was played by... You got a Cy Young. 
Too bad he played for a team that was complete dog shit. He got Cy Young. He he broke all the Mariner pitching records. He had a perfect game. He had a perfect inning. He had, I think, one of the few perfect innings in baseball history. The nine pitches, three strikeouts. Boy, I'm going to say this. There is a, well, there is a chasm of a gap between this actor's real name and the name of the character he played in that, that movie, which is called Soul of the Game. Soul, you know, S-O-U-L, Soul playing, Soul of the Game. They were, you know, trying to... S-O-L. You don't have to explain it, John. We're okay. (laughs) Wait, so you mean S-O-L like the sun? Because the sun was shining. It was to let you know that it was ending. Okay. Um, So the actor's name is Oba Babatunde. Yeah. Um, You'd recognize him. He's been in stuff. And the character he was playing was called Cum Posey. And it's spelled out as C-U-M. That's a poor name. Hey, man. This stuff changes. Guy named Happy Chandler. That's a porn name. Yeah. Arlie Ermy was in that movie, yelling at everybody. I'm there sure. have been thirty-nine <clears throat> perfect or immaculate innings in an AL baseball history, and Felix has one. What is an, an immaculate inning? Is nine pitches, nine strikes, three outs. Okay, all three strikes. I, I figured. I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't. It's getting the, it it's the least amount of pitches to get three strikeouts. Did you? Re- uh, I don't. Know. I I saw this. I don't know where I saw it, but I mean, I should. I'm saying I saw a Deadspin article. It must have just been linked on like the side of one of the photography sites where they were talking about a, a guy on the the Rangers. Are you talking about the 200 strike? Oh God, that was a game from hell. Did you hear about this, Dan? So I think it's a Ranger was going for 200, 200 strikeouts. Yeah. He they kept him in the game. Far too long. Like mm. he went through his highest number of pitches. He ended up one inning, gimme giving up like five runs. They kept him in because he's determined. They wanted him because it's a garbage game to get two hundred strikeouts on a season. The other team was determined to lose the game if it if they took it, but make sure he didn't get the two hundred strikeout. So they were swinging like the worst pop ups. I'll give you three guesses for who the other team was, Dan. Uh, Cleveland Indians. No. The Cleveland Browns. Yes, they came onto the field from <laughs> from Ohio. It was it was the Boston Red Sox that oh. they were playing. You know, mass holes. Boston people strikeouts. No, but they were they were intentionally swinging at every first pitch. Yeah, because fuck that guy. And at the same time, wow, so this a competition. Uh, this ain't little league. At one oh, time, there's a pop up, like, and so the guy pitched. They hit a pop-up that's going to be just foul on the first baseline, halfway between first and home. Yeah. And the guy runs up to catch, and they were like, no, they don't. They and, they... and said, drop it. So he dropped it. <laughs> yeah, it's like people when they're like, oh, you know. So uh, like... the final pitch this guy threw is two strikes. He threw high and inside by like half a foot high and half a foot inside. Uh-huh. And the umpire just goes, strike three. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I love that the um finally is like, fuck this, we're done. <laughs> End this now. Yeah, it's like those guys who are like, oh, he bunted to break up a perfect inning. I mean, a perfect game. It's like, I'm trying to win the game. Like, I don't fucking care. See, though, care this one, they what, weren't even trying to win. <laughs> I don't fucking care what the so other team's bad. doing. Like, we're professional sports. I'm going to run up the score. Like, I don't care. This one wasn't even, like, running up the score or anything. It was, we're going to do whatever it takes just so he can't get his strikeout. It's like, hey, you, 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 you. It's like, yeah, okay, I guess if it's a little league, but... 
get a ten run rule. That's cool. You should have some sportsmanship. But we're at we're at the top league. Like I guess everybody gets participation trophy. Yeah, yeah all the more. Right? Like all those guys who are like un, unwritten rules of baseball. Those are all the participation trophy like dudes who are like bemoaning like kids getting participation trophies. But they're the ones who are like, oh, he like broke up the perfect guinea, uh, perfect game or something with a bunt. It's just like, fuck you. You should have been prepared for it if that was the case. Like, you should be prepared for anything. See, though, maybe participation trophies might be a good thing because that way some of the players on the Dolphins have something to look forward to. That dolphins is a, are bad. That is fascinating to hear that that, that they it, they are not only tanking, but, like, blatantly tanking yeah, from the very people, beginning of people the season. Are like, people are like, <clears throat> old, old-timey sports writers are like, well... You know they. You know it. It sucks that they're like asking for trades. It's like I have like probably four years in this league. Yeah, yeah. Unless I'm unless I take steroids like Tom Brady. Unless you're a quarterback or a kicker, you you have a lifespan. If you're an O lineman, you can't sit there and take those hits and be like for no reason. We'll get better. I I probably get better. No, like making the league minimum most likely. And if you're a running back, dude, you you've got like four or five years if you're lucky. Make the most of and it. And, like, are you know, when your O-line is not involved in the game, they're like, I'm not going to get hurt for this. Are they going to be actually protecting you so your running back is also in just as much danger? <laughs> yeah, I, it's, it's fucked. I, it was just interesting hearing the Waypoint guys talk about it because, you know, I mean, they were like, yeah, they should probably just implement the, the lottery system that the NBA has so that, you know, this kind of shit isn't... I don't know, NBA still does it, though. It's, they still do it, but I mean, there's still the always that... Philadelphia 76ers did it for, like, <laughs> five seasons in a row. And they basically told their fans, like, we're just going to lose a bunch so we can get a bunch of lottery picks and then hopefully get a bunch of, like, good players. Every league in every sport has one team, at least, who does this bullshit. I mean, it's like, for a long time, the Pittsburgh Steelers in baseball, for, like, a decade to a decade and a half... They would get all the best picks, trade them away for a bunch of new picks. Like, they kept bringing in these great prospects, never bringing them into the Triple A team. Instead, just, like, going over and over with building up these picks until, like, 15 years in, they finally said, all right, now we're ready. Just make them robots, guys. Tank treads. Then we don't have to worry about people getting hurt. Laser swords. Or how about we make it like real steel, and the the players just get into like VR suits and they control the player, the robots. No that base way. wars, base wars all the way. Greatest sports game ever. No draft. What happens then? What you plays? Just, you negotiate with the player to directly. Sign him. Okay. Yeah. 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 Hey. His market value like determines what what uh, people are willing to pay for it. Not for just them. a. We already have a salary cap, so there's yeah. no benefit that it's not like. European soccer, where the rich teams will just get all of the all-star players. Like you, you're there paying, is a limit. Yeah, yeah. You're paying like people so much money, so you only have so much salary cap. That's, I haven't heard. I've never heard that proposed before, but that's interesting. Because Europe doesn't have a draft. No, they do. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to have a league like. The yeah, don't they? Don't, I mean, isn't professional soccer mostly like, hey, we recruited this kid at twelve, and we've been yeah. farming him up until he's ready to be our yeah. join our team, or we get owned by a rich Russian or uh-huh. Arab guy, and uh, now we're just gonna buy everybody, yeah, like Manchester City, or actually every team. Yeah, I was gonna say, isn't that most of the top teams? Aren't they all about about pretty much the same now? Manchester City does it. They're the, they're egregious in there. Speaking about soccer stuff. Do you hear about the response from an unnamed 
uh, men's national team player about the Sounders. So after the Iron Front banners were allowed again, because it's not a political statement to say fuck fascism. Yeah. That's not political. That's moral. That's a humanitarian statement. Yeah. So they kept kicking people out of the games who had Iron Front logos because they kept calling it a political thing. Eventually, supporter groups were leaving games, remaining one of the best was at one of the Portland Timbers game. Timbers Army was like completely quiet for a span of the game. And it's like it was an awkward stadium because of that. So eventually the MLS negotiated with these different supporter groups and said, all right, we will allow it back in. We will have better conversations in the future. So an unnamed former or possibly current men's national team player went on a local talk radio thing and said, you know what they should do to battle all that Antifa bullshit? People should show up wearing their MAGA hats. MAGA is hate. And it is political. So Alexi Lawless is a real piece of shit. Is that what we're saying? Is that the rumor? Some people were saying Jeff Cameron, although Jeff Cameron came out and he's like, it wasn't me. I swear I'm a different type of piece of shit. Because Jeff Cameron has said, especially in regards to like the border wall and the Muslim flight bans and all of that, he came out saying people need to support their country already and quit like bitching and moaning because president, he knows what's good for us. Oh, sure. Yeah, speaking of our, our fucking dumpster fire of a country, I mean, maybe we finally crossed the Rubicon and we'll see something happen. But we'll I'm, see. Yeah. I'll believe it when I actually exactly. see it. I mean, no, they are they are filing articles of impeachment, so there's something. Yes, there is a. It's a lot more than just like oh, we're just not going to do anything. Yes. <laughs> I saw the, the I saw somebody posted the, the gif last night, Dan. The greatest one, the one that you told that you quoted when we were talking about this previously. You're are you taking notes on fucking criminal conspiracy? Yeah. <laughs> String a bell. The off uh, the much uh, referenced um, wire reference. Yeah. Stringer Bell is having a meeting with <laughs> all of his crime lieutenants. Yeah, all the lieutenants. Of their fucking drug conspiracy. And the guy's taking meeting notes. He's like, are you taking meeting, Are you taking notes on a fucking criminal conspiracy? And actually what's funny is that the, the extended part of that scene is the guy says, like, uh, something... Um, Rules of order, like he's referencing some some business book. Yeah. He rules of order says that we have to take meeting notes. So these are the minutes. Oh <laughs> uh, God! If you're gonna be a criminal, you gotta be a proper criminal, right? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you gotta get organized. I guess. Oh my God! It just it's so. I mean, it goes without saying. It's the biggest story in the, <coughs> in the United States right now, and probably for the next several years. Who knows how? Who knows how far this rabbit hole goes? Because apparently they, uh, you know, instead of just trying to hide a bunch of stuff in plain view, which we probably would do, no, like, they share it with bunch, the Democrats. Well, no, well, one that too, but like it's like here it's, it's all okay. So we have all of these call records. You could have just put it out there and then just like let it kind of <laughs> sit and just be like, hey, there's nothing wrong with these call things, but you take the sensitive ones and put it on another server. For well, you know uh, the irony of private. private but his emails. Wait, private servers. Wasn't wrong. there some woman who did something really wrong with those? Oh yeah, she was <laughs> terrible about 
fucking private emails, I guess. I don't know. Don't forget also intimidating witnesses by saying, you know what we should do with the whistleblower is what we used to do with spies. You're saying we should don't know. We used to kill our kill the spies. And whistleblowers are protected. Yes. Because they're fucking spies. It is espionage. Whistleblowing is protected by law because that's how we make sure that bad shit can actually surface. They're not spying on on us for another country, they are revealing something that is illegal in our own country. Yeah. There's a difference between a spy and a whistleblower. If anything, you could say they're spying for us. Here's the here's the exact quote, Dan. From Stringerbell. <clears throat> Yo, motherfucker, what is that? Shamrock. Robert Rules say we gotta have minutes for the meeting, right? These the minutes. And then Stringer, N-word, I'm not gonna say it. Is you taking notes on a criminal fucking conspiracy? <laughs> Grabs the notepad from Shamrock. What the fuck is you thinking? Tears out minutes and crumples them. <laughs> it's just the... We gotta be proper. This person says we gotta take notes. Hey, hey man, you know, if anything, that guy is thinking outside of the oh, box. Yeah, and yeah. he's doing independent research yep. to try to better himself <laughs> as an employee of the greater organization. So there's compliments on that. You're also an idiot. These <laughs> minutes. You're following the rules. Sometimes you have to know where to Same stop. I'm glad you, oh, have glad you read you. a book. These <laughs> the minutes. Yeah. Rules of order. <laughs> Oh my god, so good. But yes, the... <clears throat> the best response from uh, various GOP heads, uh, particularly, you know, Lindsey Graham and all those people are like, oh, I don't see where there's where there's a thing, it's just all hearsay. And it's just like, it's not hearsay when they're admitting <laughs> what they're doing. <laughs> hearsay is triplicate, right? Says, <laughs> because said something. first somebody's like, hey, what about that whistleblower? And it's like, no, we never did this. Here, we're going to send out a summary, not a transcript, but a summary of it. And the summary basically says... We did it. We did this shit. We we pressured them, and then it's just like, hey, so did you ask them about the about the Hunter Biden, Joe Biden stuff? And it's like, no, I did not. We did not talk about that. Anyway, so what we what 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 you really should focus on is is how much like you know the Hunter Joe Biden stuff we talked about, and it's just like you 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 just said. You it's said the, something it's the, that it's the it's the Charlie Murphy fucking um, stories thing. Of, oh, I didn't uh, mash my feet up on his couch. <laughs> Let me tell you why I mash my yeah, feet up on his never, couch. I would have never. Have, I got so, more sense than that. <laughs> of course, I. <laughs> it's like I just don't. I. I mean, well, I mean, I, I guess I understand it at this point. Like, I mean, they're morons. It's just like, just go with it. I mean, you know. Write it out at this point. Just keep saying the lie enough times that people would just like, under, will just believe it because, you know. I mean, people then read fucking 500 pages of the, of the Miller report, so. I don't need maybe to. They'll, uh, maybe they'll read nine pages of a fucking whistleblower. Barr bar said that it's all like, all good. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm not going to mention that Barr is also named in these notes about the phone call. Well, the, the, yeah, the, the Miller report thing is hilarious because the GO people are, always are like, "Well, he's exonerated. He's completely exonerated." And then everybody else goes, "Did you read the Mueller report?" "No, I didn't read the Mueller report." "Did you read the Mueller report?" And the other person goes, "Yes, yeah. I read the Mueller report, and I know what it says." <clears throat> "Well, the, the, this person told me that it says he's exonerated, so he's exonerated." "Okay, motherfucker, just read the book." We heard it from the attorney general's office. They said there is nothing fine. Uh-huh. You mean that same attorney general who's also linked into other conspiracies? Well, how many 
How many res- resignations this week? Have there been two or three, something like know. that? There were a couple our, of... Our, the, what is it? The ambassador? The envoy to... The envoy, to special yeah. envoy to Ukraine. Resigned. Resigned. And then... Because he's being, being brought in for questioning. I mean, this is, like, super blatant <clears throat> to the fact that it makes Watergate look like, like, like nothing. Because Watergate was basically, like, Nixon... Um, ordering like a GOP operatives to spy on on Democrats, right? And like wiretapping them or whatever, you know, doing recordings. And like that's bad. That's oh, yeah. really bad. Yeah. But that's you know he's trying to gain an advantage <laughs> in an election. This is this is a this is a head of state, our head of state, talking to another head of state. So I mean, one now a it's international. Yeah, yeah. One it's international, so that's a bigger scope. Threatening um, to withhold funding to them. Yeah, or in, in who knows what else, right? Because international this is bribes. All we know right now. Yeah, this is only right? this is what we know. Basically, bribing <laughs> another country to investigate a U.S. citizen, two U.S. citizens at least, for the benefit of his uh, political career. This is like taking Nixon and just going, how much bigger can yeah, we do this Nixon? this is way bigger than, than a Watergate. Because Watergate was like a very small, like, local kind of, And that's bad. Like, that's not to, to diminish how, how bad Watergate is. Because, I mean, you know, that's, that's bad. But this is, like, way bigger because it's involving a whole other country. <clears throat> and who knows what else is on that, like, private top-secret server because they put other calls on that thing. So, I mean, you know, his dealings with Saudi Arabia during the whole, like, you know, oh, we we didn't kill a journalist guy. Oh, it kind of happened in your building and with all of, all of these other Saudi Arabian guys. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. He went in there. We don't know what happened. There's afterwards. no body yeah, I mean, because we chopped it up and ground it into dust and burnt it and, and fed and, it to and pigs. And yeah, sent and, it to space. Uh, you know, like, oh, so you say that like you you dispose of the body? No, I didn't say that. I just said that there's dead it's, body. It's not there. No, there's, there there's is no, no body. body, so we don't know he's dead. <laughs> yeah, you can't say he's dead. He's not. There's no body. Also, is, is there anything with conversations with Putin on this? Because how many of those closed door conversations have they had where they said, you know? There should be representatives in the room to know what the fuck was it's going like, on. Like, there's no, I mean, you know, there's no uh, um, record of guests or visitors to the White House anymore because that's one of the first things that they did. One of the small things that a lot of people forget <laughs> is one of the first things that the Trump administration did was just do away with, hey, um, it's public record to know who the president is meeting with yep. in the White House. No, no not, not anymore. Because executive privilege. It makes you wonder, did he do that in order to hide what international powers he's meeting with, or just to hide what women he's going to sleep with, or try to. Or both. Because, like, how much smart does he have versus how much is he just literally thinking with his dick? We talk about, we've talked about the lame dystopian future that we're in. The this, lamest. Well, this is this is the lame Manchurian candidate version of, of <laughs> politics. Like, the Manchurian candidate is a... Well thought out, like plan with a a, a very capable and and uh, knowledgeable politician. It's very subtle, subtle, and you know espionage. You know, like the old school spy work. This is just a moron who the country has just decided, to, or I should say, a a portion of the country has decided to turn a blind eye to. This is spy versus spy level of espionage. Yeah, yeah I'm going to pull out my hammer and. Hit you, white spy in the head. I'm going to hide a big black round bomb with a lit fuse in your filing cabinet. That's labeled as bomb. It has to say bomb on it. Uh, And then you're going to trick me open that filing cabinet. And the scary thing is is that they're getting away with it so far. 
Like, I mean, yeah, the impeachment stuff is in progress, maybe, but who knows where that goes. I mean, the Mueller report seemed pretty concrete that there was some hanky-panky going on, and uh, that came with nothing. (laughs) Why? Well, he declared victory afterwards. Don't forget Pelosi's reasoning for bringing it now was not, hey... You know, we actually didn't have anything before. It was, th- we finally have saying that the American citizens can understand. Fuck that. We don't need people to understand crimes how straight about, up how before you, we bring, like, investigative light to it. The whole it. point of your politician is to help you understand politics as well. Like, isn't yeah. that one of your jobs is to go, hey, we know what's going on here and we're going to do this. This is a 300-page bill. You're not going to read all 300. Trust me as your representative, you know. I mostly agree with you guys. But I, yeah, but, but we should be I'm more not, informed. I, I mostly agree with you guys, but and I'm not a Nancy Pelosi supporter, especially the last couple oh, of years. Fuck her. But, I mean, I don't know. Our citizenship you. is not. I get it. Yeah, very good. Yeah, like come on. How many of the farmers who no, were I, facing I destruction from the tariffs on soybeans still kept saying, "I don't like it, but I'll still vote for Trump again." Like in one interpretation, it sounds very, um, f- like very uh, not narcissistic, but uh, what's another word where you're very negative, pessimistic. It's very pessimistic of Nancy Pelosi to think that way, but also kind of realistic <clears throat> because our. Our electorate is really dumb and really prone to... They'll let anybody vote who can provide... Yeah, I don't want to sound elitist because, you know, where that goes is is a very bad... You should watch years and years because at one point the Prime Minister of England says, for the next vote, I'm going to enact IQ tests. You have to have an IQ of, it's like 100 in order to have a vote. See, the only reason why I would never want that is because our history as a country um, implementing uh, poll taxes and and ballot tests in order to prove that you can vote is not very good. So I'd rather just have all the morons vote with the rest of us. Um, rather than doing that, because the only people who get hurt are the people who are not in power, and if we have like a douchebag like this guy in power, imagine the kind of damage that they can do if they have wholesale precedent to do that kind of stuff. Imagine I mean, they're already doing a lot of damage. I yeah. mean, whatever whatever it's Trump has done in fucking what is three it years three now. years yeah. is going to take a long time to unravel. Imagine though, also how they do IQ tests. All right, you're in a affluent white suburban neighborhood. It's a real easy IQ test. You live in a black neighborhood in Atlanta, let's say. It's going to be the toughest fucking IQ test in the world. Or it's going to be all balanced towards questions that are very Anglo-centric. I say we just do Voight comp for everybody. Make sure they're not replicants, and then, then we're good. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You see it's a turtle. Just, it's this is their system of government. That's just how it has to be. Yep. <clears throat> I mean, you know, there's other things we can improve other than just, like, denying people to vote, right? Like, we could probably have some kind of plurality system where the number of representatives um, is delineated by, like, proportion of, proportions of vote. Like Proper kind of district like a, boundaries? Like a, like a parliament system, yeah, and then get rid of, get rid of no gerrymandering. gerrymandering. Yeah. And get rid of anything that interrupts regular citizens from voting. Yeah. Make, I mean, make Election Day a holiday. Election, the Election Day should be a national holiday. It should be... I mean, my most extreme version of that is that you don't get to get tax rebates unless you vote. vote. Yeah. You have a record that you have voted that year. And then you can get your tax rebate. Yeah. 
It's it's funny because <laughs> we'll uh, hold it. Hey, if you vote the next the next election, you can get last year's rebate and this year's rebate. Yeah. It goes You're, for seven years. Go it's like bankruptcy. You get seven years though. If you go more than like yeah, seven then years, we, we then put that, yeah, and then we put that back into social security. <laughs> what am I kidding? We're gonna build another aircraft carrier with that stuff. It's interesting that a national <laughs> monument would be good. Talk about voting like to to require like I was. I didn't realize this growing up, but then, like, you know, you start to look at comedians as you grow older and things become, certain things become more important to you. But apparently, like, George Carlin was a huge, like, non-voter. Oh, yeah. And, like, I, hearing him talk about it, I'm just like, ugh, like, no. I mean, I, like, I, I, I understand his I understand logic. some of it, and I'd like to think that, well, actually, yeah, knowing George Carlin, he probably wouldn't have voted last election. Or at least knowing what I know of him. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's a little disappointing for that kind of stuff. I mean, I kind of understand it, right? Because if you if you really take it to the nth degree, like, it, I mean, there really is, like, a moral, like, stance of not <coughs> voting. Because, I mean, you know, we still bombed a lot of people under yeah. Obama. Yeah. Like, I mean, the, and, and he, we wiretapped a lot of American citizens. We killed American citizens abroad because we labeled them terrorists. Yeah. That's really unconstitutional and really bad. But I still voted for the guy because on a on a on a macro level there was a there was just enough good where it was it outweighed the negatives. I mean Clinton. I mean we we oh, sent yeah. cruise missiles at yeah, everybody, yeah, right? And we uh, look fondly back at Clinton, but like no none of the Democratic presidents. I mean, three strikes you're out is under yeah. Clinton. All of the yeah. all of the the increased sentencing under for drugs. Yep. The, uh, I mean the donut, particular kind of drugs. Didn't the Donast Hotel come up? Yeah, that was a kind of of a compromise, though, because yeah. the, the previous I mean, thing was don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the but it was we ask, you tell, we kick you out. But, but yeah, but, like the the different sentencing for different kinds yeah. of drugs, yes. you know, mostly for a mm. crack was a yeah. lot higher than cocaine, which yeah. is a problem. But then you look, you know, you, know, you weigh that against like, oh, but he actually did try to do something with the yeah. like, firearms and things like that, and you're like. He's, yeah, I mean, there was stuff know. that he definitely tried to do good. That's the, then, that's the that's our constant you know, problem, and then, right? Like, you know, I mean, in W, like, there was a lot of, like, really, like, the, the thing <laughs> with W and the thing with, like, at least a lot of the GOP candidates is that they're bad. Even the ones that are kind of good are actually really bad. Because, like, I mean, like, you think about George W's, like, no child left behind thing, right? On the surface, seems okay because it's like, oh, let's, you know, make sure that everybody gets a standard, some kind of education. We don't want to leave children behind, yes. right? But, like, it's concentrating money into, like, charter schools and those kind of things, which focuses money away from, like, like public schools. Oh, public schools. Also, and don't forget, can afford those the higher you test, yeah. the better test scores you have for your school, the more money you get. Yep. Which you're already showing you are doing good with your money, and maybe you're not underfunded, and maybe you're not sharing one textbook with a whole class. Yeah. Also, the, the, the charter school thing drives me nuts because... Any of those schools can implement their own curriculum that yeah. isn't vetted by anybody. Or yeah, and then most people who do charter schools are affluent. Most and people in this country are affluent. And that's why we see those fucking <clears throat> I, those Montessori schools that are out there. And it's like that. If, I, I, that's mostly a Northwest thing, I think. I, I don't see many of those. There's a lot of Montessori schools in Manila. Oh, are there? Okay. Yeah, because the education system see, is all kind of all over the place. On the note of voting, you know what I think everyone should have to do? Very good book on the reason for voting, on what campaign politics can look like. Real good book, also has a real good quote. It's here just inside the back cover or front cover on why every vote matters. Fear and Loathing on the Campaign Trail by Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah. It's a really good book. 
really looks into like this was during Nixon's reelection campaign and how like how fucked up of a person he was. They knew how evil he was and watching like the sleaze on especially from his side and watching everything go to shit. But at the same time, Hunter S. Thompson puts a really good quote at the end, or beginning, I forget which cover, but I have it photocopied and, like, pinned up at work. And it's a quote on why every single vote matters. No matter what you think, no matter how small of a voice you think you have, your one vote is going to count. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's that's why, like, you know, a lot of that stuff in 2000... And uh, even this past election, you know, a lot of this stuff is very disappointing because they were throwing out whole bits of bar, uh, you know, voting ballots because you know they, they they have bad records of who's a felon and those kind of things. And you know that stuff is really disappointing because that's the kind of stuff that happens in fucking other countries. Yeah, right? that's what happens in in the the African dictatorships and yeah. the. Oh, don't forget Russia, where ninety seven percent of people vote for Putin. Yeah, yes. and it's just. It's just like it shouldn't it shouldn't happen that way here. No. And I mean, honestly, I think ex-cons should vote. Like, I think if you yeah. you get oh, out yeah. of, if you oh, get yeah. out of jail, you you served your time. Yep. You have paid your debt to society. That's the old line, right? You have yeah. paid your debt to society. I mean, if if our idea is that this is your sentence for this crime, and yeah. then you get out of jail, yep. you uh, it should be like, your you sentence should still is have done. A record that you, of course, that yeah. is a record, stuff. but you still it have should, a record. But it should not prevent you from participating in the society yeah. as a whole. I mean, you served your sentence, yeah. and therefore, why are you still serving a sentence that says your voice is suppressed in terms of the vote? Yeah, and then it should be you know. Any, uh, every U.S. citizen should be registered to vote. Like as as soon as they turn eighteen, it's just automatic. You don't yeah. have to go somewhere. You don't have to fill out a form. Yeah. It's just the same thing. You know. Hey, I mean, you know, it should be maybe even with your fucking I don't know W four form or like on your tax tax return because we all have the to file easy. Yeah. We all have to file a tax return every year, and it all it always has like what our address is. So that should just be our voting registration, also. But I mean, of course, there's people who don't want that because mm-hmm. the more people who vote, the worse off the, they are. The the worse off usually the the conservative party is, yep. right? I mean, def- depends on parts of the country, but yeah. on the on the whole, yes. the more people who vote are is is because there are more people living in progressive mindsets than there are people living, or in at least just mindsets. that leaning, right? Yeah. I mean, leaning, yeah, just, you, know. you know, it's I mean, why the Dems, too- the Dems, unfortunately, are very. Are, I mean, at, are anywhere from uh, central central right to uh, 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 or center right to a uh, very leftist kind of thing, right? So it's we a, have huge, a huge spectrum because yeah. the the Republican Party kept moving, 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 mm-hmm. moving. And of course, you take most people who would be on the left from other countries, and you'd have like Democrats here going, "Whoa, whoa, well, I whoa!" I mean, even within the Democrats, yeah. they're also <laughs> fighting each other because yeah. the party's the party's philosophy Segmented is so, so much, big. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, it's stuff like that. I mean, we should get rid of the Electoral College because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I mean... Oh, yeah. It doesn't... One, it doesn't make any sense because it... I mean... It's it was old, established it's when our population rule. was... And, yeah. and two, because we've also frozen um, adding more representatives to to Congress since the 30s. Yeah. Like, yeah. like California would have a whole lot more Electoral College votes <laughs> than, than, than they'd have right now. They'd have a whole lot more representatives. Yep. Also, we've but taken we've away... That for quite a while. The whole point of the Electoral College was to make sure people... Back in the day, make sure people were voting for the right thing. So, you know, the Electoral College members could just say, 
nah, they were voting kind of dumb. Except, on one hand, that's fucked up. But on the other hand, we've also locked the ability for them to do that, so why does it even exist? Well, It's fucked up, and it's frozen. The real, real uh, original reason, it became that, but the very original reason why we have the Electoral College is because the southern states had a whole bunch of slaves yeah. that they didn't want them to vote, but they wanted them to count, count. against uh, the representatives yeah. in Congress so that yeah. they could have more Electoral College votes, so they could have a say. Because there would be no southern... There would be no Southern president for the first hundred years of the Republic if if they counted just citizens, because the South was sparsely populated. If you discounted the, the bulk the, of the people, the bulk, yeah, there's, the there's humans, whole, but we could not count them as full people, Dan. Oh yeah, we had to count. Them well, as, that was the compromise. The three yeah. compromise. compromise. Later on, we allowed part of them to count. Sixty percent. Yeah, we're like, hey, we'll count your upper torso and yeah. your arms and your head, but your legs and well, lower torso, just barely fuck more that. than half. I mean, there's whole, there was whole states at some point that were majority slaves. slaves. Oh, yeah. yeah, like majority population of human beings living in there were Where were slaves. So the electoral college is so bad because it's rooted in slavery, rooted in like kind of oppression, and one also in our current system is not fully representative of uh, how many electoral votes that state should have. Correct. Because California. Yep. So yeah, what? How many? I've, what is the current population in California? I'm trying to remember offhand. I mean, we're at 350 million people in the U.S. right now. Yeah, but like they froze. They froze how many? Yeah, how back many, in like the 30s. I think it was the 30s or something. But it's just like I mean, if you want to say that it's it helps you know, have a proportionate uh, say in government for each of the states, which I understand because it is a federal system. The gov- the, the different states, individual states, should have some power because that's that's the kind of country we live in. As of 2018, 39.56 million people live in California. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, what is the... Oh, also, don't forget another part about the Electoral College, the fact that the rules between states are not solid. So... Yeah. A lot of states, like it's all or nothing, yeah. but some states, it's proportional. Yeah. So it's like, depending on what states you win, entirely changes the entire way that the votes even matter. Yeah, we're actually more, California is actually <clears throat> more than 10% of the U.S. population. Yeah, It's kind of like, for the most part, a state that's all or nothing, like Washington, where it is going to vote, you know, majority blue, without a doubt, just because of Seattle, King County, Pierce County, uh, Snohomish County. Mm-hmm. And then you have, like, Whatcom County with Bellingham. You have Vancouver. You have a lot of these big urban yeah, areas. Because of that, it doesn't matter who you vote for for president because it's going to be a blue all or nothing. Yeah. And if you want people to feel like their votes really matter, which they do, and they should feel that way, because even if you're not talking about the national you know, voting your for local president... local elections matter just as much as your yeah. national election, if not more. So. Your yeah. state representatives, your uh, federal representatives, all of that are an individual vote thing. But if you're going to say that your vote for a president, it's all for nothing by your state, it causes some sense of disenfranchisement. You know, yeah. disenfranchisement. Honestly, if I'm a conservative, you know, in in um, in California, like my vote matters not not that much on the on the presidential level because California is going to be blue, and all fifty something electoral votes are going are going blue. So, like, my vote actually doesn't really count in any kind of sense. If you're a conservative in Spokane, Washington, it yeah. doesn't matter. So, if it was just one vote equals one vote, you know, no electoral college system, then it's just whoever gets the most votes, because we all get to vote, yep. 
then that just that just that just works. I mean, yeah, California has a has has a large has a much larger influence than Iowa because they're a much larger influence than Iowa. Yeah, how much? That's just what it is. How yeah, much Iowa, the, you're a tiny state. How much of the the taxation in this country is paid by people who live in California versus those who live in Iowa? Like, yeah, I, I mean, how much honestly, do you benefit honest, in Iowa from the taxes? That honestly, come from if we want state? proportional representation, yeah. I mean, we should like strive for a rule that says that every tax dollar a state gives to the federal government goes to they them. should get a dollar back in in services because most blue states who are the the richer states on a whole Don't. actually get less yeah. back from the federal government than they put in yeah. like most of especially the left coast and yeah. new york they don't take advantage of all, all the those liberal, services all the liberal bastions all the blue bastions put in a lot more money than they actually get out and most of the states who who are the other side get a lot more services than they put in so and i don't actually mind that no. because yeah. we should be supporting the rest of the states because it's a fucking federal system that's also our, that's our government a lot of the blue we states are actually raising more money within their state so you yeah. know what i'm happy you say hey let's help out idaho a little Let's help out Montana a little. Because yeah, Washington, I mean, we're know, doing pretty fucking good. We pay into the fucking, um, uh, the, the, into FEMA. We barely use FEMA on, uh, over here. Oh, yeah. We, we don't, don't touch hurricanes. it. We don't I mean, tornadoes. We're or... going to get it one day. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We're going to get it. Knock on wood. We're going to get it. That tsunami's coming. <laughs> that tsunami, the continental shelf is going to break apart. Everything's going to be on fire. Away. Uh, Mount Rainier is going to explode and be very, very angry. Uh-huh. But we the important get. thing, you're you're up on the hill some. I'm up on yeah, the hill, so fuck get. the Kent Valley. Kent Valley, gone. But on a year-to-year <laughs> basis, I mean, you know... We're not that getting shit it. Goes to Florida or Georgia or Alabama or those kind of places, and that's fine. Yeah, none of us are in are going out and saying you guys are stealing money from us. Like we're literally oh, like what? Just because I didn't flood, I don't deserve help. Yeah, I mean, we live in a society. maybe I should leave my garden hose on all day and yeah. flood my house. In yeah. the end, I have children. I want to spend more money on education. Like. Yeah. Because, I want I want the I kids like those children to be educated because I'm gonna be old at some yeah. point and so they could screw me over. My ass you know what? <laughs> in figuring out if I have a disease, I want them to be a little bit educated. But also, they're the future politicians, <laughs> yeah. so I'm going to hope they're smart enough not to put me in like a concentration camp and for old. If I'm olds. gonna have an 18 year old girlfriend when I'm 75, I want her to be at least a little bit read up. Yeah. No, you're good. Well, I took it too far. No. Yeah, Dan, Dan. <laughs> love is love, Dan, man. just go for 21. That way you could drink together. It's a little more fun. You won't notice the I difference all that much. I can drink in the comfort of my own private house. Yes. And, yeah. <laughs> and I can give drinks to my... No, I can't. <laughs> Actually, in your home, I, don't, I think you're fine. I, I, I think if they're, like... I don't know if it's just anybody. Okay. Because I don't think you can just take a random well, kid off no, the street but I mean if, and just be like, here's some alcohol. You you don't I think that's you are not happens. held accountable if they are drinking in your home. If they you, don't leave. Yeah. If they do leave though oh, Gene, at that point leaves. you're you're giving alcohol to someone who should not be <laughs> Vote in your local elections. Vote in your national Plus also, elections. I want kids to be smart enough to read up on why pot is illegal on a federal level. Because no matter how much we always say, it looks like they'll finally make it legal. They'll finally, it's not going to happen until the kids of today get they, into politics and finally make it legal. We know they're idiots because they, they don't realize how much money they could be making off of this. All the monies. Like, 
Oh, they know. It's it's a it's a it's it's one of those issues. Like it doesn't it doesn't actually affect most of the people who are like against it. But it's it's one of those stand issues, right? I'm st- I, I stand uh-huh. on this side. This it, is our team. It's uh-huh. like pro life. Most of these people who are pro life and take the hard stand. Guess what? Somebody in their family still snuck off to get an abortion. It's just like you know, if you like the Seattle Seahawks, Pete Carroll's your coach. He still is your coach. Yeah. Hey, don't jet fuel don't don't melt steel beams. Jet fuel don't melt steel beams. He, he run a, the ball. He took us to two Super Bowls run and we won one of the Super the Bowls. Ball. Okay, I'm gonna complain within my own fandom how much how much we fucking run the ball too much and we don't we have one of the highest paid. Uh, players in the entire league, if not if not the highest, the league. highest, yeah, and, and he has throw. an arm that is we fucking let him great. Throw maybe sometimes over thirty times a game, while fucking Horseshoe McGee on the fucking Cleveland Indians or Browns or whatever the fuck, I don't know, I don't know what the rest of is, the nah, Baker Mayfield, hey yeah, Teddy like, Bridgewater, they let him air it yeah, out. They let Teddy Bridgewater back throw up. fucking thirty five times a game. Fucking the Vikings let Kirk Cousins throw the ball. If you let Kirk Cousin throw the ball, you're fucking up. He should not be a starting but quarterback. But Pete, Pete Carroll is still your coach. Uh-huh. Right? So, yeah. I don't forget what are you trying? Are you not, see, now you're going the wrong way telling us we should just support our president no matter what, Dan, with that analogy. No, no, I'm not saying support him no matter what. I'm just saying that he is he is our he is our dude. He is the he president. Has, he has, he, he has, he has precedent of being a very good coach. Uh-huh. And some have a lot more winning seasons than not. That is not. That is not. (laughs) In spite of him, that is not analogous to (laughs) Trump. What it sounds like you're saying is sometimes when you take a stand, you don't look beyond the stand you're taking. Yes. And sometimes maybe you should look beyond it because we might be able to say, "Hey, maybe Pete Carroll, he's kind of good, but he's also kind of bad." Yeah. And then, hey, you know, sometimes uh, he gets hit in the face with a football. Maybe we should have you know legalization of some of our drugs. Yeah. Or at least some kind of... Decriminalization. I mean, maybe don't make a bigger, it a life sentence if you have drugs. That's a bigger, that's if, a bigger conversation. If you're poor and a minority, sense. you should not be locked up for decades because you had a little drugs on you. You should maybe get some treatment, maybe get some help, but not be locked up for hey, life. Hopefully if, you go, if, uh, hopefully if you're a police officer and you go to somebody's house without a warrant and... Uh, you thought it was your house. You don't you shoot, shoot the them. The guy that's there, hopefully you'll go to jail, so we'll see if that pans out. That that, that trial is happening right yeah, now. Yeah, the woman in the Texas. Guy in Texas. Or the woman in Texas who... Went to the wrong floor. Went to the wrong apartment, and she thought somebody was she there. She found the it door open. Be, you know, a fairly sizable uh, black man smoking some pot, hanging out at his house, eating ice cream. Yeah. Watching, what you want to do when you're yeah, smoking pot? Yeah, looking at his laptop and watching TV, yeah. and she comes in, and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" And then shoots him, and he dies. No, I, the other one I, I read about this week was the there was a uh, that happened a couple years ago. There was so a, they're yep. just having the trial now. I think the footage for the surveillance footage for this got released because the grand jury said they weren't going to press charges. There was a guy, I think it was in California at a Costco, an off-duty police officer who. Apparently, the the allegation is is that a, a I forget what the term they used a developmentally it was like a guy who he was pushed by somebody who was not all there who apparently had schizophrenia and you know behavioral disorders. Okay, and he shot the guy ten times, off duty police officer. As you do, no charges. Right. Or here's another good one about it's not a cop one, but the black woman I 
think it was maybe in Mississippi. I forget where. I believe it was in the southeast. Black woman who drove her kids to a different school district so they could get better education and went to jail for like 30 year sentence. Meanwhile, you have Becky Tanner who fucking broke the law on numerous accounts, maybe looking at a year. Bribery, fraud. Conspiracy, really. Yeah, and maybe looking at like a year. That will be reduced so much. It's kind of like recently the book came out from, I can't remember her last name, Chanel... She was Jane Doe with the the Brock Turner sexual assault, where he, because he was a a fluent white man, ended up with a six-month sentence for sexual assault that got reduced to three months. The, 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 The police stuff is so is so crazy to me and also why i don't support the second amendment because i don't think it actually um applies to everybody uh, the right to bear arms no um because because there's also extra text there that's you know well well just to take it at face value of how yeah. we interpret it right now yes. right at least for for the majority of americans the, mm-hmm. the right for me to purchase and own and carry firearms yes that that right is not universal because we have a lot of instances of these police officers saying that they feared for their life because the guy might have a gun, mm-hmm. right? So my point is, is if it's a constitutional right for us to have a firearm in my possession... Then don't fear that I might have one. That's my unless right. You, unless you, you, you have a concrete proof that I'm going to use it in some kind of violent way or that you actually have proof that I have it, I've obtained that, that gun illegally, you have no cause to ever fear for your life. That should actually be like a dismissal of, 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 of that statement right away. Because I have a constitutional right to, bear, to, to hold, uh, to hold a, a gun. In this state, I can, I can apply for a concealed carry permit. Yes, you can. So unless you actually talk to me and see that I don't have a concealed carry per- permit, you have no cause to actually like, be, fe- be in fear of my firearm because you are a state actor. You have no, you have no reason to fear. I have a gun. You should say, good on you, U.S. citizen. Be on your way. Well, I don't give a fuck if I'm <laughs> if I'm touching it. I don't give a fuck if I'm displaying it. I don't give a fuck if I'm yelling. Like I have a firearm, I am allowed to carry a firearm. That's why I don't carry a firearm because that 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 that, that um, amendment is not applied to everybody because police routinely shoot people because they th- I mean, black or white or purple or green if you want to do the stupid the stupid uh, you know, all, all the colors, colors of the, the rainbow. rainbow. But but it, they routinely shoot people who they believe have firearms. Oh, you know that that guy who uh, you know uh, it, it always turns out to be like a cell phone or something like that. And they're just like, oh, you know, I thought he had a firearm. So what if he had a firearm? It's constitutional right. I should have a firearm. You don't know that I'm one not carrying it without a license. You don't know if I'm if I'm if I'm going to use it in some kind of way. You're just scared that I have a firearm. Well, it's like I believe his college humor had that. Um, parody like video they made where it's like this white redneck holding like an AK going I got my god given right to open carry my gun no one's going to stop me and then another white guy who's like just middle class white oh, guy yeah, he's thing. like yeah I've got my my um mp4 or whatever it was and then comes a black guy who's relatively calm going yeah i have my right to carry this and they're like "Ooh," they're like eyeing him like yeah i don't know about that's, this right that's why i don't support that amendment that's why i would never own a firearm 
It's, it's just it's it's not applied equally. I I fear that like me owning a firearm would give unease to law enforcement to the point where they would have they would make critical decisions differently than they would just because of the way either I look or or whatever my even my economic status in in society. Like I I feel like they would they would treat me a little bit different because they are also human. Um, and it's, it's, you know, look at it this why way. We though. shouldn't have that amendment in the first place. On bright side, it'd be you know, at my work, we always learn it's all about being equitable. You know, you should try and be equitable, and be equitable for you. If you had a gun, they'd be a little concerned about you having a gun, just like how you are probably concerned about most of the cops who have guns. I mean, honestly, it. I mean, you know, like that 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 case in uh, Texas. Uh, <laughs> You know, the, the police officer going into that guy's house mistakenly. And I do believe it was by mistake. Like, obviously, she wouldn't... She wasn't... I don't think she was hunting somebody, right? Because they have no connection or anything. So it was a mistake. But at the same but time, the, but the problem, guy smoking pot, eat, eating ice cream, it's the, not going to be a threat. The problem with that is that if I go into somebody's other apartment by mistake because I thought it was my apartment, I don't know how that happens, but anyway. Yeah. One time I went into the lady's bathroom in uh, Seattle University. I was really tired from studying finals. And I was in the engineering building, and I just walked in, and I realized, oh no, I'm in the wrong place. Also, this 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 uh, this uh, girl is about is screaming at me now, so I ran the fuck out uh-huh. of there. But yeah, honest mistake. I just didn't pay attention, right? I don't know how you do that with an actual apartment that you don't have keys to, but whatever. Yeah, did the guy poor guy left must have left the door open by accident? It was unlocked, so she yeah. tried her card key a couple times, uh-huh. and then it did it, and then she just opened the door. Yeah. Because the guy was just chilling at home. So, but anyway, the good. the flip side to that is if that guy owned a firearm and he and he heard and because he had his headphones intruder, on, yeah, she, if she, he heard an intruder and then he he as soon as her. that person came in, he shot her. Like he would be in a whole shed of trouble because that is a police. Officer. He shot a white cop. Yeah. So what are you going to say? So the 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 guy. Uh, so the, the the details of the, the case was they were in a Costco. The one gentleman who got, got killed was nonverbal and apparently suffered from schizophrenia, was there with his parents who were trying to get him, you know, trying to get him out of there. Apparently the guy punched the officer who was holding a toddler and the officer responded by shooting at him ten times in a Costco. Not only killed him, but also seriously wounded both the parents as well. So, you know... And is a huge threat to everyone uh in that fucking store because you don't unload a gun in a crowded place unless you absolutely have to. Yeah. That's your last line yeah, of defense. I mean, no charges. It's the yeah. It's that. It's that kind of you know, like like the one of uh, some of like the this case in Texas. I mean, I think there's a big case because yeah. it's it's going to be a real precedent of like what we get to do as as citizens. It's funny because on another tangent, it's funny because all the people who are like pro Second Amendment are always just like, oh, what if the government comes and takes my rights? I have to go fight them. Oh, the U.S. military will fucking squish you like a bug. Besides that, right? I mean, I get it. Like, you know, we we should have safeguards against the government from uh, overstepping their bounds, right? So when uh, an agent of the state comes uninvited into your private property and uh, they assess that you are a threat in in your own private property and then they shoot you dead and then their justification is, uh, one, I'm tired, or two, I feared for my life... 
that's that's your Second Amendment right there. That's that's your fear because that's that's the state government saying that that we have a wanton discrepancy in whether to enter a private residence and to kill the occupants in there and to be justified because I'm scared of my U.S. of the U.S. citizens who are law-abiding and not doing any kind of um, harm to other people. I mean, you know, if a, if a cop burst in here with a no-knock warrant and stuff like that and I have a firearm, and I feel that they're intruders, and I shoot them, I'd be in a whole mess of trouble, right? Because they're cops. Like, that's 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 your that's your Second Amendment of, you know, the government taking your rights away from you right there. Like, that's that's it. Like, we have, we have all of these laws, like this castle doctrine, which means I can defend my home. We have stand your ground, which means I don't have to back away from a conflict. Unless... It's a cop or a government agent. Unless it's a cop and we deem it like, hey, you should have, you know, answered like, no, I don't get, I don't, you don't, you don't get to, do you have a warrant to be on my premises? No. If you don't leave, I get to kill you. That's, that's the law in a lot of states. Like you're an intruder here. I get to, I get to mess you up. Now, I don't support that kind of thinking because I think that's immoral. And things like that. Unless you're really doing it in self-defense. Shouldn't be like just yelling at kids <clears throat> knocking on your door or something like that. It's fucking stupid behavior. But, by the letter of the law, I'm allowed to do that kind of thing. And I should I should face no repercussion of that. Anyway, so... Fuck about this. Um, I'm reading through video this. Video games. I'm, I'm okay, reading John's about not the ready trial. to talk about video games. Jesus Christ. Uh, okay, here's something dealing with, with the, the world at large. That's a good thing. The fa- uh, I have to comment on this. Reading that the ranger who's responsible for leading the investigation... Like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> I'm trying, Darnell. Told, I'm trying. told the court, without the jury present, that he believed that the lady, Amber Geiger, had not committed a crime. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. person leading the investigation thinks that she didn't do anything wrong. No, that's... I mean... Honestly, it's, um, it's, cops look out for each other. Honestly, this is why I don't support those. I mean, this is why I can't take those pro Second Amendment, you know, um, individual rights against the federal government kind of people. Because they're full of shit. Because they don't actually believe that. They just want their guns because they're cool. Yeah. And you know what? You know what else is cool? Video games. Actually, I, I can't say most of the stuff that's in my mind because I was thinking of some like illegal thing. You know what else is cool? Some drugs are really cool, and they actually can make you feel really good. And hey, and I have problem, alcoholic cider right take here. Your problems away, but they're also illegal, right? So do you have to? Anyway, guy was working for PwC. Yeah, he's a, he's a good guy. He's a accountant. He's just a regular dude, and he was just chilling on. Whatever night that was, he was just chilling, looking at his laptop, watching TV, like as you do, eating ice cream and maybe smoking a little marijuana, as you do, as a private citizen. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, yeah. Like the 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 defense is that she was just too tired after a long shift to realize that she was in the wrong apartment. Look, I feel for her, right? Because she she made a mistake. I don't think she did that intentionally. Yeah. She she and she know, she even says like they're on the stand. She said that she wishes she had died instead. Like well, what, I don't know if that's yeah, a, you know. I yeah. feel for her like, until I, the point she drew her gun. No, I mean quick. I feel for her right because she was she she was she was she was scared. She was in a situation that she was she. You but know. she's also a police but, officer. Well, no, no, okay, no. Uh, let me sorry, finish. I both of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me finish. I feel for her because of all those things. Those are human mistakes and those kind of things. But. 
We put people in prison for mistakes. Mm-hmm. That's what we do, mm-hmm. right? If I drank too much at, at the bar and I decided I'm going to drive home, you know, I'm impaired. Maybe I'm making bad decisions. Maybe I think I can drive a little bit. You got so drunk you thought you could drive. Yeah, I thought I could drive. It's just a mistake. I've never done this before, but, you know, I was having so much fun. I just, I just need to get home. Right? It's not that far. But I crash into, a, you know, a couple people and kill somebody or something like that. I still go to jail. It's it's a mistake. I was tired. I wasn't thinking right. But it's still a mistake. You still go to jail. It's why there is a difference between the crimes of murder and manslaughter. Yeah. Which is what she's charged with. Yeah. Manslaughter. You didn't intend to do it, but you still... No, they're still... actually getting, him on, getting her on okay. murder. Not first degree. I think it's... First degree is premeditated. I yeah, planned out yeah, all of this something. shit. But they actually got her on murder. Because okay. she meant to kill him, basically. But it's they're, like you're trying to get her, get her. Around. Yeah, yeah. But but that's look. I totally feel for her. Like that's a mistake, and I'm pretty sure she's really heartbroken about it in some way. Like you know, it seems like she's more concerned about her own personal welfare than than the person that she 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 killed. But I feel for her because I mean, you make mistakes in life, but. You also have to in, suffer. In, the, but the, yeah, the, if you discharge your firearm, that is a mistake that also has consequences if, yeah. if it's not done in a That's way. a mistake that robbed his family of yeah. him. So oh, she was originally charged with manslaughter. That's what I was reading. Yeah. So you get to go to jail. Like, that's how that works. Like, hey, sorry. You know, that sucks. That's tragic. It and you're going to be yeah. paying for it for a long time. Well, hopefully you'll be paying for it for a long time. And you have to come out of jail. And our criminal justice system is also fucked up in jail and stuff like that. I feel for you in a lot of ways because I have some compassion and those kind of things. But you made a mistake. And that's 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 unfortunately the consequence of your mistake. Same thing is if, you know, if I mistakenly drunk drive or, or you know, I don't pay attention to the road a little bit and I... Cur- you know, jump up on the curb with my car because I was distracted by my phone. It's just a small little thing. It's a mistake. Error of lapse of judgment. Mm-hmm. We put people in jail for lapse of yes, judgment. Hell, if I go to a store, let's say I go to a jewelry store, I'm trying on some different rings or saying the salesperson walks away to answer a phone call. I forget the ring is on. I walk out the door. That's a mistake. But I did steal that ring. And you could conceivably be charged I with I could a be crime. charged with theft. Yes. But, I mean, you know, if, if I get Mistakes into happen. an argument with somebody and I, I decide to fight him and I, you know, I somehow kill him, like, I could... There's a good chance I'm going to go to jail because that's manslaughter still. Like, if I get into a fight with somebody. Mm-hmm. Or if me and my me and my friend are just, like, fooling around in the backyard and we're shooting our guns and stuff and I accidentally kill him, I still go to jail. That's manslaughter. Unless you're a cop, because I still remember... Um, Oh, like 15, 17 years ago, out in front of Cinerama in Seattle, there was a guy who just left a bar, was walking along, this was kind of late at night, and he saw two big dudes, like, yelling, Hey, get back here! Like, running at him. They didn't say, freeze, police. They were part of the sheriff's transit uh, department. But they just shouted, get back here! And they, he started to run because he's like, there's two big dudes wearing all black coming at me. They ended up like slamming him into a wall and he ended up permanently like brain damaged. He was brain damaged. He couldn't walk. Like he pretty much his life was destroyed right there. That thing where that cop should have been charged with something because you need to identify freeze police, not, hey, get back here. You shout that late at night, downtown Seattle, everyone's going to run from you. They're, yeah, it's a scary place. So, good news, right now, 
going on uh-huh. in the note of video games sure. to raise money for able gamers and to bring accessories and items that help people with different disabilities be able to play games and afford some of the more expensive equipment, like the real cool Microsoft, you know... Adaptive controller? Yeah, which is a real cool thing. Mm -hmm. Right now, at TwitchCon, Games Done Quick Express. Yes. Which has been pretty entertaining so far. Sadly, it's only three days, but considering it's three bonus days of GDQ, that is outside of AGDQ and SGDQ... Yep. They start with a real cool Celeste race. Mm-hmm. Two people who ran it both ended up sub-30, which is really fucking cool for a marathon run. I watched a, um, a runner go through the entirety of Zelda 2 last night with a live piano accompaniment. That was fucking awesome. I felt really bad for the guy playing the piano because, you know, it's really hard to try and transition between all of the songs and real time that he was doing. Sometimes it went real quick. Yes. Like, every once in a while, if you stepped into an enemy encounter on a road square where there couldn't be an encounter, you leave the screen really quick. And going from overworld to encounter encounter to overworld... The guy was the guy was doing a he was pretty fucking good a, a champion's job you know but still it's hard to play that like basically on demand <laughs> cues of music on your piano but he he was you know everything he was playing was right um, like it was it was cool to see him transition between the overworld map and then the town song and then also restarting the town song whenever Link went into a building because that's what happens in that game. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was really impressive. And I forgot how roundabout that game is because they did they did a hundred percent run of that. So yeah, it was it was crazy to see watching the leveling up where they leveled to eight on attack so early on. Yep, and it's like complete glass cannon. Oh yeah, they, they, they the person was not getting hit, and when they were getting hit, it was bad. Taking on the like the dark nuts and all of uh-huh. those, any of the enemies with shields, like they were spot on. It was also cool. Because whenever uh, the player, the runner died, the the uh, the piano guy would just hit, just hit, mash the keys, <laughs> just, hit, just like press all the keys at once. It was really, it was a nice touch, and yeah, it was fun to watch that. And they then, had a blood stained. I saw part of that. Um, it's funny that the techniques that are used in that are the, almost identical to what's used in Symphony of the Night. With the back dashing, so they basically do the same exact movement. Yeah, they do like a little jump, can- jump dash cancel type yeah. of thing. So it just—they're basically going backwards throughout the entirety of that game, and the—they're very good at using the uh, the the kick um, inputs to do the like the oh yeah the, the kick weapon kick to pretty much fly to get across like gaps that they should be able to get across that early in the game. Then Castlevania Circle of the Moon this morning was I mean, pretty good. I was half, <clears throat> I was listening to it. I didn't actually see what was going on, but they were using. What, I don't know what fighter mode is. Yeah, I'm not sure fighter mode. It gave them better stats, I mm-hmm. think, because they went through like an area where you're supposed to uh, purify the water. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, any water you step in That's, does yeah, damage. I remember hearing that they were talking about that, not getting the item that does that. Yeah, and watching them do that was really impressive. That's one of the few Castlevanias I never played through because when Circle of the Moon came out is before the SP came oh, yeah. out. That game I was had, pitch black. Hey, I remember you bringing that home. GBA, man. It was pitch black. Day, and that thing was dark. I couldn't screen. see anything. I didn't know what that game actually huh. looked like until today. It was so much today. fun, but man, that game was... That system. What a... 
What a lovely decision by Nintendo to not have a backlit screen on that first version. Back then they had uh, they had like precedence yeah. because the GBA, yeah, yeah, the original GBA. Because the and Game Circle Gear the and the Lynx both had backlit, yeah. and the Turbo to Go had backlit. Yeah. But that that GBA only took two AA batteries, man, and it lasted, lasted a fair lasted amount for of time. A long time. Um, SP was still one of the greatest oh, yeah. inventions. So the, the the one I watched this morning that was pretty hilarious was a dude was running through uh, Rambo for the NES. I missed that one. Oh my god, that game is so terrible. But he was just like, it's it's. I I know you. Some people just love running bad games, but God, that thing is so terrible. He he doesn't he didn't use any weapons. It was only the knife. And like, there are some weird looking enemies in that game. Oh boy. Apparently you give him the chopper and fly around in it at one point. I've only seen, like, the on-foot stuff. I've only seen the angry video game nerd review of it. That's a bad game. Yeah. Jeff Gershman played it one yeah, time. Yeah, it was... That was rough. There's also... Um, so coming up, there's going to be a Zelda Wind Waker, uh-huh. as well as a Zelda Breath of the Wild Shrine Rush. Okay. I'm not sure what that means. They say expect about an hour and a half for that one. So did, uh, I'm sorry, I was going to say, I think it might be like you have to clear a certain number of shrines. They did a Zelda swordless race too that already that was pretty oh, fun yeah. to watch. I like those are kind of those are always fascinating to me because seeing how they managed to kill all the enemies without actually using the sword. And like one of the first things they did was they had to go start farming rupees because they the first item you get in the first dungeon is a bow and arrow, and they have to have enough rupees to be able to actually use the damn thing to kill the dragon. One so, rupee per arrow. Uh-huh. Um, Back when you could carry 255 arrows. Uh-huh. It's, a, <clears throat> it's an analogy for war is money. Oh. Capitalism for war. So then I, when I spent Violence. the 250 on the blue ring at one point, <clears throat> what was I... What was I saying? That's like buying a tank. Okay, that's yeah. the tank because it's protecting. You. <laughs> yeah, that's you buying a tank, and then they just give you another one for free later on, and it's just like yeah, it's capitalism. Uh-huh. Once you're rich, they keep you rich. They just give you free stuff. Plus, also that's a foreign power going. You know what? We're going <laughs> to give you tickets. something because we're now allies we're, in this war. So another thing about the Third Amendment. <laughs> oh, actually, I don't. What is the, the Third, third Amendment, Dan? Actually, I don't. I, I can't think of it offhand. Remember the Sabbath to keep it holy. It's probably not. I mean, it's probably important. It's probably just never thought about the third. No. Oh, it's uh, the no quartering. Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> no soldier shall in time of peace be quartered in any house without the consent of the owner, mm-hmm. nor in nor in the time of war, but in a manner to be prescribed by law. Which means they can still make a lot of them. And that's only on U.S. soil because when we go overseas, we just take whatever we want. <clears throat> now it just means that they can't quarter soldiers in your house without without asking uh, actual law yeah without telling you or yeah. getting your permission that was the thing that they yeah. were really concerned about back in the day because the british were kind it. of we're not too concerned about it anymore <laughs> the british were kind of just coming into your house back then going um yeah. i'm staying here now Yeah, we didn't build a base or a barracks we're just staying at your house but i live here y- yeah so do yeah. i now. for god and country uh-huh. <laughs> for me James? for king mm-hmm. king and country no for me Dan. for me Anyways, uh, so we've been <clears throat> off a couple weeks. Kevin, have you been playing anything new or interesting? I played quite a few things. Okay. 
So real quick, number catch up on Celeste. Four on the list. So remember I said on uh-huh. Celeste, I had to go through chapter eight, sure. the core, yeah. in order to go to chapter nine, and farewell. Had, yes, and you had to get the, you told us about the core, or the crystal so hearts. you had to get four crystal hearts uh-huh. to go through chapter eight. Yes. When you finish chapter eight, you get another crystal heart. Okay. So that's one that's automatic. Every other stage, it's hidden in the stage somewhere. Right. And sometimes really fucking hard to yeah. find. So then I went through chapter 9 until I think it's probably about 40% through, where you come across a heart gate, just like chapter 8 had. Chapter 8 had four little blanks in it to put four hearts in. The one on chapter 9 has 15. I had every crystal heart from Acts 1 through 8. Mm -hmm. I actually hunted them all down already. I was like, where the fuck do I get the other ones? And I looked and said... You get crystal hearts for finishing the B sides uh-huh. and the C sides. And yes. it's like, okay, how do I even find the C sides? You have to beat you every B side. C side is in Oregon. Oh. Oh, it's a nice place. Yeah, it's, a, it's not a bad place. Yeah. They, they like corgis down there. Yeah, yeah. You bring corgis, they love you. So I started going through getting all the B side tapes. Mm-hmm. I now have all the tapes. Sure. That's the easy part. Yeah. The hard part is going through the B sides. And actually finishing the B sides. I am averaging, so beating the first two B-sides, I got about 290 deaths in about an hour. I just finished the third B-side, the hotel with Mr. Oshiro. That is fucking hard. I need to beat at least chapter 4, 5, 6, and 7 B-sides. Or I could sub in chapter 8, but chapter 8 was a nightmare the first time through. And once I beat... Enough where I get four more crystal hearts. Sure. Then I could return to chapter nine. I'm going to do it. Sure, yeah. It's a fucking hard game. After getting just one chapter B-side done on Thursday, took 40 minutes to get through the chapter three B-side. By the end, my hand was hurting so badly. I normally like to stream for more than just 40 minutes because I'm streaming Mm -hmm. all this. I just said, okay, I'm done. I'm done. My hand hurts. I'm dripping in sweat. I'm done. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to keep playing that game. Sure. Yeah. So check back in in 2021 <laughs> when Kevin tells us he's finally beaten Celeste, the Seasides, as well as Chapter Nine. We'll I, find out the true ending of this of the story. I also played a highly anticipated sequel. Highly anticipated, as in I had no idea it's coming out. Okay. But Mike Fay of Kotaku had an article. I went, ah, oh, shit, Cat Quest Two. That was at PAX this year. I didn't get a chance to try it out. So the first one was a real fun, kind of Zelda-y style thing. Really cutesy, and the visuals are really cool. Yeah. It's, I'd say it looks like a web game, like a browser game, because it's very smooth, very cartoonish, but higher quality than that. So a little bit more refined than what you'd find as a web browser game. So Cat Quest Two. this time, there's also the Kingdom of Dogs. And you're playing two people. You could play co-op or you could switch on the fly. You are the king of the cats and the king of the dogs. And each one can equip different weapons or armors and different spells. And it's a really cool game. I played about probably two hours yesterday. A lot of fun. Real good game. If you don't like puns, especially involving cat and dog words, I'd probably skip. Because there's a lot of things talking about like... Oh, that is simply pawful. I feel so bad for you. I don't know what uh, what you think of meow. 
I mean, I'm just doing the best I can. Do you like meow? Instead of me. You gotta stop. It's a catastrophe. Now you see what I'm saying here. I'm all mimbly bimbly. (laughs) You see me chasing mice. (laughs) But it's a fun game. You guys are barking up the wrong tree. Oh boy. That's rough. (laughs) And on that note, thanks for listening, everybody. We're done. Oh, gosh. Okay, this was powerful. Yeah, we gotta take a pause. (laughs) Both had bad ones. They're both bad. They're all bad. (laughs) They are. Oh, I just. Do you want me to stop? Can you beg? Do you want beg? Stop being a bunch of pussies. Let's get on with this. Damn. (laughs) Okay, so moving on. I've got to end this. That was pretty good. All right. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here all week. So I played a game from like almost 30 years ago, like 25 years ago. But now it looks all chibi and like it's little plastic toys and Uh has like a cool like visual like focus thing. Played through Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. I am approximately a third of the way through it, if I had to guess. Um, I think I was just about to start the key dungeon, which I think is the third one, where you had to find the five gold leaves for... For the prince. For the prince. Um, yeah, that was the dungeon I left off on. Um, yeah, that game, I mean, it's it's... It's Link's Awakening. I always loved Link's Awakening, especially because of when you climb down a ladder in a dungeon, going to all of a sudden like a side-scrolling side Mario game with Goombas and well, shit. It's, they, I mean, they did what what you had you would hope they had done in the <clears> first <throat> Legend of Zelda game when you'd go into those weird side-scrolling yeah. sections when you go down that ladder and then go up a ladder and you're like, wait a minute, why can't I do anything? Why can't I only move left to right at the bottom of this ladder? I should be able, it, it should just be able to move everywhere or jump because the first item you get in that game from the first dungeon is the feather. The feather, which lets you jump. I love the fact that, okay, just like when they did Ocarina of Time on the 3DS, Mm -hmm. I love the modern updates in terms of the original game. You had two buttons. Yes. And you had to select what you wanted, Uh including sword sword and and shield. shield. Uh Uh-huh. So if you wanted to use Or picking up items, Uh you had to equip the bracelet. If you wanted to use anything other than the sword and the shield, you were sacrificing either the sword or the shield from your active abilities at the time. If you Mm -hmm. wanted to do a running jump, you had to get rid of all your weapons. You just had to have the feather and the Pegasus boots, and then you could jump over those big gaps. So this time, they made it real smart. Either of the right shoulder buttons mm-hmm. is going to be your shield. I wish they would differentiate it just so you had extra buttons. Sure. Either of the left shoulder buttons is your dash boots. The um, A button, I always have to remember B is the bottom, A is the mm-hmm. right hand. The A button is not just interact with people, but also once you get the bracelet mm-hmm. to pick up items. Yes. The um, B button, the bottom one. It should be A button. You no, know what? Mm-hmm. That one's going to be your sword. Yep. And then X and Y are whatever you want to equip, which are what used to be B and A on the, the Game Boy, old Game Boy. Version. Like for me, I decided why is the feather? Yeah. Unless I ever have oh, to yeah. change it, why mm-hmm. is permanently oh, the yeah. feather? I'm right there with you. And it works so good yeah. that way because you always have the jump there. You practically never need to get rid of it. No. I don't think I ever honestly had to get rid of the feather being there unless I was playing around. Like, if I wanted to do bombs and the bow at the same time to shoot a blast arrow, which you can do. Yeah. 
but that game is really good. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. It is exactly the original game, or I should say it's the DX version, the Game Boy Color version. Which I never played. I only played the original Game Boy version. So, so it includes the Color Dungeon. Yeah. With a slight twist, just being the reward you get at the end, no spoilers. Um, they did add Dampy's Dompe, the Grave Diggers, like oh for the, the yeah, dungeon the, the assembly. Dungeon creation, creation I thing. tried doing some of that. It's not I the first fun. one. It's, I mean, it's it is what it is. You're going through rooms that you've already been through in the dungeons themselves that you've rearranged into a path that you're... I don't know what the rewards are for completing those. So far, the rewards I've gotten were were more tiles to go into that. Supposedly, listening to Giant Beast cast, um, Dan Reichert said he 100%ed the game except for the Don P stuff. Mm -hmm. And he was saying, like, there's a few, like, seashells you might get or something, or extra heart uh, container pieces that weren't in the original game. Mm -hmm. But it's nothing that was in the original game, yeah. and you could still... So you collect seashells oh, to yeah. eventually get rewards. Yep, yep, yep. You could still get enough, it sounds like, to, to get what the original ultimate reward was. And if I anything, what that was. Yeah, I don't even remember. Sword it. upgrade. Oh, that's right. So this is like the only Zelda where you don't upgrade your sword ever. Yeah. Unless you get all the seashells, or if you pick up a Triforce chunk. Yes. Yeah, this game had like power-ups, like little temporary buffs. Triforce pieces and, and acorns. Yeah, acorns that would give you defense, which the other benefit of those those items is that you move faster when you have them equipped. That's about faster. my my only real complaint with the game. Non-running. Link does move pretty slow, yeah. and once you get the Pegasus boots, he still has a lot of a wind-up before he starts running. I mean, the other complaint, of course, that everybody has talked about is the frame rate stuff. And I it, never had any that really it, affected me. I mean, it doesn't... It's noticeable. That's the thing I will say. It didn't break the game in any way, but it is noticeable. I did notice it. I've noticed it several times playing the game. But, like I said, it doesn't break anything. It's just surprising from a from a Nintendo game. Although, hearing that it, it was actually farmed out at, for development, it wasn't developed at Nintendo... Also, hearing how E3 was just, like, less than a half year ago. And I'm wondering if they're going to continue to do patches to improve the performance on it. So, And the only thing I posited theory-wise was, well, because it's not doing what classic Zeldas do, which is screen load, screen load, screen load, the fact that everything is a seamless world except for the dungeons. Although it does some weird things with that, because there are some... Where it should have been screen transitions, some of those exist, but they don't. So the best example, go to the shop in town, you know, where you could buy the yeah. bow or a shovel. Yeah. Right below is a field of grass yeah. and bushes that yep. you could cut to get yep. money. And then at the below the bushes, it's so the, bushes are framed yeah. by grass. If you cut that bottom row of grass, walk up to the shop... So that you could still see the grass that you cut above the bottom row. And then walk back down. That bottom row will regrow. I've seen because that. that was the screen transition in the original game. Yeah, it's done that. It's, which it is weird. a bunch of weird areas in that game. So it still know. remembers where they were. Which, yeah, that could be taxing it quite a bit. Because it looks like they didn't fully make it open. Yeah. So it might actually be struggling against it. And that's why that's why I said like that's the only thing I can think of that would be causing it to perform like that is because everything is loading and refreshing in the background constantly. Also, how they handle like the focus effects mm-hmm. combined with 
each individual character being yeah. so refined, mm-hmm. they're probably pushing a shit no, ton it, on that graphic. It looks good. It, like, it plays fine, and it's that game. So if you never played it, it's a good be a thing. brand new Zelda for you. If and you it, have played it before, you're going to remember a lot of familiar beats. Like, I know at one point, I'm going to have to, after I get the Pegasus boots, I know there's a monkey in a tree that I'm going to have to knock out at some point. There's a lot of weird animals that you deal with in this game. From monkeys to crocodiles to owls who are constantly judging you. Hoo-hoo-hoo. You will have to go here. Don't you get a pet chicken at one point, too? I know you get the... Yeah, I, I, I see, I vaguely remember that because I, I want to say that's like near the point where I got <clears throat> stuck because that chicken you used to get across like certain areas because he can help you float. So the important thing, remember, for anyone who hasn't played this before... Or even those who have played it, but not for like 25 years. Or 20 years. If you don't remember it too well, or don't know it at all, the game does not necessarily hold your hand. It's going to point you somewhere. The owl is going to tell you something, but he's going to tell you point C. He's not going to tell you point A and B that lead to C. Yeah, because of the, the, the fact that I had an item in my inventory, and I didn't realize it was essential to get to the next area, the next dungeon slash whatever puzzle it was, and it was only after I started, I went around and talked to everybody again that I was like, oh yeah, this item that I picked up at one point allows me to continue to progress the actual game. It doesn't tell you to do that, it's just like, you had to come across that randomly. And well, you could wander around the, the, the overworld for a good hour or so without ever figuring that out. You're going to think for a long time that the trading quest is just a That's bonus thing. Saying. Like, it's yeah, essential to the story There's all of a sudden one point where it's like, oh shit, if I haven't been doing this, I would not know how the fuck to get into the castle to get the golden weeds. That's what I'm saying. That's where I got, like, I Or at it. the very end of the game, I'll just say, if you didn't finish the trading quest and then do extra exploration, the final dungeon is going to drive you fucking insane. Because, yeah, the game does not tell you... Some things it does not tell you at all when it really should point you a little more. But considering Zelda 1... I mean, Zelda 1's whole concept was burn every fucking bush and bomb every wall, fucker. Well, this game, I mean, if you want to find all the seashells... Although at least those are optional. We'll take that shovel and dig everywhere in order to find them. And don't forget, if you want to upgrade how many bombs, arrows, and magic powder you could carry, only one of them is obvious. The other two are completely hidden. Like, obscurely hidden. And then get good at the claw machine. That claw machine, on one hand, it's a little easier than the old one, because the old one, every item is constantly moving, but also this one uses physics. Mm-hmm. Where You pick up I, something, and it goes, rattle, 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 and then it starts moving, and it goes, oh, we're just going to fall if, out now. If you pick up a heart container piece, that thing, it'll rattle around, and if it turns so that the skinny side is facing the gap between the claws, it's just going to fall out. The worst is when you grab something that's... There's two platforms at the top that move. Back and forth. If you manage to grab one of those, the worst thing is you pick it up, it falls out, and then it falls between the two. That way the item is moving sometimes, but not always. When the platforms hit it, it may move or it may not. Oh, that fucking trendy game. And then the the fishing. I, I spent like... 25 30 minutes trying to get that goddamn bottle because when you hook the bottle, the fish is at the bottom there. It's like, no, fuck you. If they touch your, your hook, the bottle falls. The fish normally, 
it's a crapshoot if they'll actually care about your hook. If you have the bottle on it, those fuckers want your hook. All of them want your fucking goddamn fish hook. Oh, man. that. Although, that's a difference in this game. There's now bottles. Yes. There weren't before, so now you have bottles so you could carry fairies. Is the, the girl who gives you the treatment, she, I don't remember her from the original. Is she from the original? I believe she was okay. in the original. Because she, Crazy Tracy. she gives you the, the treatment. That Essentially, the fairy in a bottle yeah. from Link to the Past. Okay. And it's yeah. and it's a flat rate for her fee, which I thought was cool. It's ten percent of what you have in your uh, like the current money that you have. So I noticed that just randomly <clears> because it was I saw it like it was like oh you know for twenty four rupees I'll you know I'll give you a special treatment and then I went back later and it was like twenty eight and I'm like oh okay this makes sense now. See the one thing that's sad that I couldn't do in the game so I beat it yeah I beat it as much as I want to beat it which is say I didn't get enough seashells for the upgrade sword. I didn't get every heart container piece, but whatever. I beat the game. I got weapons that I wanted. There's another difference with a secret item at the end of the game. I won't really go into it, but I'll just say they make it more friendly than the Game Boy version was. But I went through everything. I beat it. The one regret I had, there's a well-known thing that you could steal from a store. Mm-hmm. I could not get it to work. Oh, well, I mean, I... On the Game Boy version, I, did that. I stole every yeah. fucking time. Yeah. This one, I couldn't get it to work at all. So you were forever known as Thief. Except in this one, I was always known as Malik. Yeah, Thief. I miss being Thief. You stole. So, one other thing on games. Because there hasn't been an update for a while on Valve Index for Kevin. I got my fucking controllers. Uh-huh. A week and a day ago. Yeah. Plugged those in. Uh-huh. I got them synced up. Those controllers are pretty nice. I have to say, some games do not have their controls set up quite right to go with these versus the HTC Vive controllers. You could tell when games did not put the effort into remapping for the new controllers. Because on certain games that I tried playing, trying to throw objects did not work at all. These controllers are kind of cool, the Valve Index ones, because you strap them on. And you could completely open your hand, which in games that have finger detection will have open hands. You don't need to worry about the controllers dropping. You don't need the tether wrapped around your wrist. They're just there. Overall, pretty comfortable and pretty good. Mm-hmm. I played some new games. I played Accounting Plus. I had previously played Accounting. Accounting Plus. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's a little too Rick and Morty-ish. Like, so it's made by um, Crows, Crows, Crows yeah. and Squanch, or Squanch Tendo, I think it is. Squanch Tendo is a company made by one of the Rick and Morty people, not... Not H- Justin Roiland? I think it's him. Oh, okay. Not Hammond. Okay. You mean uh, Harmon? Harmon. Dan Harmon. But this accounting was weird. This one is weird, but obviously with Rick and Morty flavor, including in the tutorial area, they even want you to select from one of three things, grab something, and they're like, grab which Rick and Morty meme you like the most. And it's like... Always I, pick Rick. I don't know. I, I don't... I really don't like Rick and Morty. Okay. I find it just trying too hard to <coughs> be in your face. I saw about half of the Pickle Rick episode at one point. Maybe two-thirds of it, and I was like, okay, this is a thing. My brother-in-law, my youngest brother-in-law, when he was living with us... How do you do it, fellow kids? He he tried... He Music band t-shirt. He was a huge fan of Brick and Morty, so he put on an episode for Bree and I. After about ten minutes, I was like, well, I'm supposed to grill dinner. I'm going to just grill things. 
Bree continued watching. Later on, Bree's like, That's, that could be interesting. And it's like, oh no, I saw 10 minutes. I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm now down with the kids forever. We've got our own cartoons. We have our own generation of cartoons. They're not, not everything is for us anymore. We have <clears throat> aged out of the demo, gentlemen. You don't have to like everything. Uh, no. I also played Aperture Hand Lab, which is a free one from Valve to show you how to use the hand controllers. Kind of a cool thing. It had good humor. It's kind of like the lab. Remember the lab was kind of interesting. Truth be told, I want somebody to make that slingshot game from the lab. Tracer Core. Make it expanded, because that game was fun. Tracer Core. I had fun with that one. Tracer Core. And then I also played through VR Mini Bowling. Sure. So a bunch of my coworkers went bowling. I didn't want to stay after work because I'm not getting paid to hang out with those people after work. I gotta go home. So I went home. Next day, I was hearing them talk about bowling. I was like, I wonder if there's a good bowling game on VR. And it looks like there's some. There's one called VR Mini Bowling that includes, it's only like five bucks, includes bowling, but also mini bowling. So the mini golf equivalent to bowling. So it'll be like the alley curves around or does a loop-de-loop you still get two throws to try and knock down every pin, but it's weird mini golf type of sure. stuff. It's kind of really fucking fun. It's very hard to learn how to control your strength because when you're going around a curb, let's just say it's very easy to do a ski ball thing of just going way too powerful and flying out of control. It's a lot of fun. Cool. And the bowling mechanics feel real good on it. It feels like, from what I've read from reviews, probably one of the best bowling games, even though the main idea is the whole mini bowling. But for regular bowling, a lot of people say the the control of spin and hooks and all of that feels more realistic. So it's kind of a cool game. And then I, of course, played Vacation Simulator. I love Job Simulator. Mm-hmm. The game was good, silly fun. Vacation Simulator, I thought it'd be a bunch of different vacations. Like how Job Simulator was a bunch of different jobs that were completely separate, like little episodes. Vacation Simulator is one big game. So you start off in your hotel suite, and then you could go out, design your avatar, design who you are. And then from your hotel, you could go to the beach, the mountain, or um, the woods. And you could travel back and forth between the different places where sometimes you'll have missions to do where it might say you need to feed a fish in the woods a red thing so that when you feed a fish a red thing, it turns into a red fish. So if you're trying to catch a red salmon, you need feed a salmon a red thing. There's nothing red in the woods. But if you go back to the beach, there's a, a grill shop, you know, where you could grill up hot dogs and hamburgers grab a tomato from there, then go back to the woods and offer the tomato to a fish and then catch it. So you had to do like weird going back and forth and it's kind of cool. It's a lot longer than Job Simulator. I played for probably close to an hour and didn't get through, I'd say, I only explored half of the beach and half of the the woods having even tried the mountain yet. Pretty cool game. Cool. I'm happy to be doing VR again. The Valve Index headset, it's pretty good. I had to say I only have one real big complaint. So putting on the HTC Vive, put that on. It's kind of heavy and bulky, but once you get it on, it's pretty good. Yeah. The um, PSVR, once you get that on, that thing is really good. Like, it feels light. It feels yeah. comfortable. It feels snug. It's good. 
Putting on the Valve Index, I could get where it feels pretty good, but the problem, no matter what, there is a light gap right on my nose. I cannot get rid of it at all. I've, I've tried repositioning the headset a billion different ways. I've tightened the back strap where it's pretty much squeezing my brain to death. I cannot get rid of this light gap. Most games, it's not too bad, but if you play a game where everything goes very dark, if you're in a cave, something like that... Breaks the immersion. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not sure what to do about that. Plumber's putty. Silicon cock. Yeah. Just take a cocking gun, mm-hmm. cock Seal the... It off. Yeah. Just gonna cock it to my face, and then that way I'll live in the VR forever. Yep. But overall, cool. it's a good headset. The speakers on it, the little mini speakers, Speaker over the ear. The flippy ear things. Yeah. They sound real good. Cool. It's a good system. Alright. For those Way of you go. who can afford it. My advice, if you have Buy it... Buy the whole setup and not piecemeal like Kevin if did. If you have a HTC Vive... Sell the Vive. Just sell the Vive. And if you have the Vive and like one base station is bad, just buy the whole kit. Mm-hmm. Don't, 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 piecemeal. don't be cute about it, because no. if you're cute, yeah. you're going to spend like a hundred extra dollars. you in the ass. And you have to wait for uh-huh. each yeah. individual item to show up. I started this adventure back in June. Uh-huh. We're, in, we're in the end of September now. It, it, it took three months uh-huh. and a hundred extra dollars. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Cool. I have been playing, uh, other than uh, Zelda, which we talked about. I played through Control, which was cool. Um, it's probably my favorite Remedy game. And to be fair, I've only played three, because I never actually did play either of the Max Payne games that were made by them. I only watched Dan play it at one point. The snow came down like javelins. Um, That's all I remember is the cheesiness. I remember Dan walking on Trails of Blood in a weird dream sequence with oh, Baby yeah. Crying. Baby Crying. And So yeah, Control's really good. It is the... It is the perfect evolution of what Quantum Break was trying to be without being up its own ass the way the TV show Quantum Break made it out to be. Um, it's really good. It controls well, plays well. Uh, starts a little slow because you don't have any powers, but once you start getting the powers, it actually makes the combat satisfying. Um, I think traveling, you know, moving around in that space. Uh, it is not a game where you're meant to stand still. It is a game where you are meant to get in people's faces and mess stuff up. Um, and it's got a weird story. Like, I liked actually reading all of the lore stuff and watching the weird videos. And, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I would highly recommend getting it. And, yes, that means you will have to either buy it on a console, which I've heard don't perform too great unless you have the pro versions, or get an Epic account. Oh, no. I heard that's bad. It's not. You just sign up for an account and but, download a launcher, and then. But but Epic, like they they do bad things, like give give developers more money. Than like this one, who, Wait, who apparently what? gave they gave almost ten million euros to, which according to some folks is about a third of the budget of the game. Oh darn! But then I don't have a shopping cart, and I have to buy each item one at a time. Oh darn! But that takes like twenty extra seconds. Fuck Epic. Yeah. Um, and then I played a little bit more of Monster Simulator this morning, and that game's still what it is, what I mentioned before. It's cool. Um, my main project has been turning Blu-rays into digital files, and that's it. 
That's been the whole week, other than the brief little bit I played of Monster Simulator this morning. Just call you Mr. Plex. Yep, that's the plan. Just Plex. the streaming service. Yeah. Fuck Disney Plus, fuck Hulu, fuck Netflix. That's the name of the service. Yep. But, fuck Disney Plus. Fuck, but fuck why, Hulu, fuck Netflix. Why would I hate all of them? Because now I could cut the cord from cable, and I only, instead of spending $100 a month on I my cable, I spend all my services. money. Or you could just not get any of the service that, that you don't want. Or you I wait. It's not, if it's not a bingeable show, like they put it out one episode at a time, wait until a whole season uh-huh. something comes out, get your free monthly trial, cancel it. Yeah, Once the next season comes out, free monthly trial with a different email that's address. That's why I'm waiting for Star Trek Discovery to get to finish its run, because then I can just be like, CBS All Access, here we go, free month, baby. Well, wait until Picard is... Wait for Picard also. No, I don't want to wait that long. No, that's the other... The fact that they have a Picard show is really breaking my balls because I want to see that show because it looks... You got all your old friends back all together. All my friends are here. Picard and Riker and Warf. Troy and Worf. And Data. And Data. And Chewbacca. No, Chew, no Chewbacca. Dan. Chewie. How, how, you've been playing lots of games more than I have. Oh, yeah, we did play PUBG. For a couple days, and that game is still. Was it 2017? Hey, you know what? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. No, they kept fixing it. They kept fixing it. They added new guns, they changed the way all the magazines work. It's like, wait a minute, why am I putting this SMG magazine into a pistol? That makes no sense, Dan. How does that work? That's why we were doing so bad. Oh, okay. It wasn't because we're bad. We got second place in one match. (laughs) By doing nothing. (laughs) We got second place in a match. I thought that's how you do it. killed some people. We didn't hide in the bathroom. You could have gotten first place if you hid in the bathroom. Yeah, Our mistake was not sitting in the blue healing the whole time. Mm, I guess my Steam app is not going to load it. Oh, no. Um, so, um, I played a bit of Control. Uh, I might just finish it someday. At some point in the future. I've been playing a lot of uh, old, older games. Um, or at least the games from a couple years ago. Bruce Lee. Uh, I was playing um, a bunch of... Uh, Grim Dawn the other weekend because uh, I just kind of needed a new game after I finished the Gears games. Dan played through both Gears War. Yeah, I guess I'll talk to talk about that later. But um, (laughs) uh, this team app sucks. Um, So yeah, I was playing Grim Dawn because uh, I have I still have like two DLCs to go through. Finally played, finally finished the main campaign of that game. Fucking like three years later. The, yeah, t- uh, 2016 release for that? Something like that. Um, uh, yeah, that game's still pretty fun. It's a really good action RPG uh, game. But yeah, so I played through Gears 4, the whole thing, and I played through Gears 5, the whole thing, because I have the Xbox PC Pass, so I'm caught up in Gears. Do you feel good about this? No. <laughs> okay, Not <good>. at all. <laughs> I wanted to make sure. Did you enjoy your time playing them at least? I enjoyed because I was playing with uh, my friend Bryce, and that's enjoyable. But, I mean, if I had to play these games by myself, it would be a 0% chance of that. <laughs> if I had to buy these games individually, it would be 0% of that. So, while while fun, and also, you know, saying the words space football mans, like, a lot while we were playing, or going, oh god... Because something like horrible was happening on the screen. I mean, the Gears games are just really devoid of any kind of originality or creativity or any kind of semblance of art. Um, and it's also just bad controls. I think from, I mean, 
you know, their version of, like, oh, we updated something new with the controls is that, like, uh, if you, um, I think, <coughs> press up while you run towards a, a cover or something, you, like, vault over it. Roadie run, then. Use the right terminology. It's a roadie run. What? What the fuck are you talking about? It doesn't say about? that in the options. I, it just says you. run. Yeah. They're fucking duck walk run or whatever like that. Squat run. I mean, I, I will say that F- Gears 5 is magnitudes better than whatever Gears 4 is. Gears 4 is just really boring. You play the most douchebag of douchebags, Marcus Phoenix's son. You saying JD's not a, a compelling character like Marcus? No, he is not. Marcus is not a compelling character, but at least he was a badass guy with a big, thick neck and just did, like, you and know. And do-rag. We gotta get him. I don't understand how those humans um, were almost destroyed by this alien race uh, or whatever the locusts were <laughs> on multiple occasions because, I mean, their strategy is always sound. I mean, you know, whenever we get into a fight and we're like, what should we do, Marcus or JD or fucking the, the lady in in 5 goes, goes, just shoot him! That's the solution I mean, to well, everything. He, and it did worked, you, did right? You, every time? Did you pay I attention to our Second Amendment died, talk? But it worked every time that you got you progressed the game. I guess, but I, it's just so devoid of any kind of anything. Strategy or, yeah, or tension. Just, I mean, you know, at least the Call of Duty people are trying something. That's what I'll say. Besides that, besides my actual gripes about the game, like I mean, you know, there's there's a there's kind of a little bit of a fun story just because like um, five is just has a lot more stuff to do. I mean, number one was just I mean the best part of that story is when you find Marcus and then it slowly dawns on you in the next couple hours I'm never going to get to play him, huh? Oh, in five, in four, oh four, yeah, that's and right. five, yeah, four. You get to that barn, and you're like, oh Marcus, yeah, here we go. Yep. And then I think we stopped right after that because we started playing his. You never get to play him. Also, what's dumb about 4, the reason why it's so bad, is because there's a good chunk of the first part, the first third of that game, and several parts afterwards where you're not actually fighting flesh and locusts, flesh and blood aliens. You're fighting robots. So when you chainsaw them, it's just sparks and oil. It's like bad Transformers movies fighting. It's just really not fun. When I shotgun a dude, I want him to explode in a glob of blood. This is the only thing this game does well. Is ultra violence. Um, so five is five is kind of cool um, in that, like uh, I think this the story judged by other gear story is actually pretty okay. Uh, there is it seems like there's more in new places. There's there's the open world section which acts which lasts only one act. Um, the, the the much touted open worldness of Gears Five lasts one exact act. And you be <coughs> out of the, how many? Sorry, I out should... of five. Okay, okay, and you can be done with it in about maybe an hour and a half if you if you just kind of speed through. You um, know, that's kind of par for the course for games that are not open. All of a sudden, having like a random open world. Yeah, act. Uncharted Four had a similar thing. Yeah, too, Uncharted right? Four is perfect example where it's like, oh, this game's open world. No, it's not. And Somebody the, had the a... open world consists of uh, driving along until you get to the edge of the map because almost all the points are at the very at the edges, edges of the of map. map yeah. And then and then there's a flag uh-huh. that denotes where that yep. place is, and then you walk through there, and then you do something. Stuff. I mean, so you're I saying say, this game is Uncharted 4? There, there is some cool... Well, one, the graphics are spectacular. There's really cool... Um, there's some really cool weapons and everything like that. Um, uh, 
But yeah, they both also end the same way. They end with the Halo 2 which finish the fight um, ending. Uh, there is a needless, there is needless character death in uh, in five at the end of five. There is also a needless uh, choice of of who gets to die because you have to save one for the Mass Effect all over again. It's really dumb. It's really <sighs> dumb in a game with no choices, making you choose this, making is you stupid. choose this, and you know which way they're gonna go. Okay, because you basically spoiler spoilers, JD or his friend. Um, the, I forget his name. I know who you're talking about. One, the third guy who's in that. Yeah, the four. black dude who you actually play through. So the whole game you're playing through as Kate and the dude, and I can't remember his name. Um, or you could play a third player because there's one to three multiplayer, which makes no sense because Gear Squads are four, right? They've always been four, but you can only play up to three players co-op multiplayer. The third player plays the robot. Oh uh, yeah, robot, the baby. drone robot. And while kind of fun because he has a cloaking ability, he can he can get behind places, he can get to secret places where he opens up stuff. He can grab weapons and bring them to to people, and then he can use his shock abilities or blindness abilities to help help with the thing. That's your only option as the third player. You don't it's not beefy. You don't get space football man. Nope. There's even a point in when you get to the open world, you finally become a squad of four. And I was like, oh, are they going to let us play four, four, or, or am I going to get to play as JD or the other douchebag? Mm-hmm. Nope. What a fucking weird ass game. We're already playing online, so why are you limiting this? This is not a split screen limitation. So would you like this level of craft and care? For an engine, not necessarily controls, but like, what if they swapped out the war machine or the the Warhammer universe for this? Oh yeah, style this of- is this is better than almost every Warhammer 40k game. Okay, that's how bad those games are. Yeah. That's not a RTS RTS uh, you know game because those Dawn of War games are are better than this. But like, if you're doing a shooting action game, yeah, there's there's no Warhammer game that's better than this game. The, the Space Marine game. I have fond memories of. I enjoy playing through that. Um, sure, but I think that like if they took like you were saying the game looking fantastic, I would like to see. Yeah, that you can only probably control two people. <clears throat> I don't understand. It's bizarre. There's a lot of things in this game that are bizarre. Yeah, but that is the most bizarre thing. A game that has always been centered around four people. We're at the fifth. We're at the sixth game because there was a numbered That's sequel. Not, we don't talk about judgment. It was a game. You know, uh, nobody talks about Baird. Oh, he's in this game. I know he's, he's a big game. part of this game. I heard he's a, he's wearing a lab coat. And he he's a big out. part of this game. So, yeah, to have them only have uh, three co-op and then one of them not even be a human player is just fucking. Three's the new four, Dan. Yeah, I was going to say it doesn't make it makes zero sense. Um, also, uh, yeah, so they both end on the finish the fight thing and and then like kind of like a like a look at Kate's necklace. Both games. I played them within a week of each other. I beat them both within a and week they have of each the exact other. Same. They have almost the same ending. Obviously, the background and the people she's talking to are a little bit... Actually, no. They're not different. There's one guy that's dead. <laughs> There's one... Yeah, it's Marcus and JD or the, the other dude, depending on who dies. Who died in your game, Dan? Oh, we killed JD. Yeah. Because I know that's not going to be the canon ending. No yeah. way. Which I thought it was actually affecting because that was the one of the very few moments where I actually saw a dint of artistry come through because they kind of showed Marcus reacting to it and, you know, actually being very kind of affected by it. One of those small, like, just a, it was like, like, just shining 
through, like, underneath, like, so much like glass. snuck in some actual it's character somebody, depth yeah, to it. Like, somebody's uh, 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 automotive tint was breaking, and you could see just a little bit on the inside, and it was like, hey, character development, plot, you know, human emotions. Yeah. Instead of, just shoot them! Oh, God damn it. Just shoot them! Just kill everything! That's the whole game. That's the whole game. And it's kind of funny for a while, but then, you know. Then you realize what you're doing. After Gears 4, I was like, okay, good we have Gears 5 to play, because I want to finish the fight. Uh I want the Halo 2. I'm going from Halo 2. And then we got to the end, Uh and I was just like, are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? We didn't finish the fight. They were like, okay, well... You know, blah blah blah. Who you know, GD died. And I thought, we don't have to uh, let his sacrifice go in vain. We gotta get, we gotta get him. And we don't even get to finish. We don't even get to fight the big bad that's been the big bad since four. <laughs> and then Kate looks at her necklace, and then we fucking have a million credits. credits. Yeah. I hate it Gears so six, much. Stan. Not Gears of War six. Gears, I hate that it's six. called Gears five. That's so dumb. They they were tired of being. I don't care. It's called Gears of War. Everybody knows it's called Gears of War. I've never heard anybody say let's just play Gears. Gears It's always Gears of War. When they talk about the cover system, they say, "Oh, that's the Gears of War cover system." With every fucking game, anyway. So that's all I'll say about that. So I'm just curious: Are you going to go back and play Gears One, Two, and Three? Because I know there's Gears of War One, Two, and Three, but what about Gears One, Two, and Three? Through a significant portion of Gears One, the definitive edition on Xbox, and holy crap, that thing runs like ass, like ass, ass, ass. I even turned down the graphics. And it runs like ass, ass, ass. Yes, ass, 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 ass. Anytime there's, anytime there's more than the four people on screen. Anytime you shoot your gun, it drops immediately to thirty, to thirty-five, to twenty-five. Like, what is going on in this game? And then I was like worried. I was like, I was like, I thought Gears Four ran pretty good on this system, and I played Gears Four. I'm like. This is fine. I'm running it on high to ultra. This is fine. I would play Gears 5. Not a problem. Other than the weird connectivity issues. Me and Bryce had connectivity issues all over the place. Either um, his game would start getting desynced on especially 4. Where he started seeing a a multitude of colors. More colors than there are in the game. Um, (laughs) Or or all of the lens flares would become... uh, Fully like immersive, it was like <laughs> enveloping his enveloping character. So it's everybody. a J.J. Abrams adventure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was getting the thing where uh, when they when they did the week one patch, uh, I stopped being able to connect very well and stuff. And we we're like, we got to get this done before they improve the game more. <laughs> but yeah, the definitive edition. Holy shit! And holy shit, those controls, unrefined as they are, because it's the first game. Like, wow, they're even. They're worse. Like, I was just thankful to get back to four or five because I was like, these feel more modern. Were you playing that. with mouse and keyboard the whole time? Uh, I was playing uh, one and four with a controller, and then uh, five I played primarily with mouse and keyboard. Okay. The mouse and keyboard just seems just a ton better. Okay. You can just line up your shots, like, better. Um, what else you play, Dan? I have... Uh, Plead also, uh, what is it, Grimdog? Um, 
Uh, we started playing uh, Divinity Original Sin 2 recently. I, I saw that Rick and Brace were on the first one at one point. Yeah, so then... they want to play 2 with 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 me, and uh, I've been playing with them, but they're also playing 1 at the same time, so I don't know how that works, but that's the third deal. Uh, I also um, have... Uh, I recently bought... I recently bought... Um, uh, Rebel Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. I bought that this morning. That's the the, the sequel to Rebel Galaxy. Yeah, that is a prequel in the timeline. Yeah, um, I heard you swearing several times. Yeah, wow, what a game! That game does not onboard you with a lot of information. Like, I get that they're a smaller team, but like, not much. They the don't really tell you a lot right from the beginning, and then they'll just kind of like. Like, the controls are really... Man, I don't know. I don't know if I was just, like, in a bad mood or something, but the controls are bad. And uh, there's, like, uh, all this crap on the screen that they don't explain. And I guess that's... I mean, I guess maybe that could be part of the fun of just understanding this stuff. Um, Actually, the thing that really knocked my socks off was how bad the voice acting is. It's kind of atrocious. Like, your main character is bad. Like, wooden stiff... And just, like, with this weird accent that they're trying to do, but not. It's just strange. And, uh, I find it... I've, I mean, like, I still want to I still want to play because like I like... Shallow and pedantic. Shallow and pedantic. Sorry. <laughs> I like, I like the, I like the, the, the look of the game. Even though they do this, like, blurish, um, HDR thing for everything to try to mask some of the, the, the bad textures, I think. Uh, which is, I guess, okay, but it's it's like it's a little bit, little bit too much bloom. Uh, that, that's what it is. It's just too much bloom. JJ Abrams strikes like, again. Not not everything has to be kind of glowy, or at least like uh, like that weird filtery thing where like this is the edge of like the model, but then they kind of whatever the color is also kind of filters into the space to make it like dreamlike or something. Ooh, which doesn't make so any sense. Dreamy. Um, uh, I wish you could make your own character. You don't get to make your own character. Not your, it's not your own story, Dan. It's her story. Uh, sure, fine. I just wish I could make my own character. Um, I, I I didn't know much about that part of the game. Uh, the other thing that's... What was I going to say that was weird about that game? Oh, the other thing about this, this game... So they actually have character models in the game now. So in the previous one, I think maybe there was just like pictures or something, and then there was just a lot of text whenever you go to the bars. But now, you don't physically walk there, but you you, you, you say visit the bar, and then your your character, like, you know, goes to the next scene, and then they're in the bar, and then there's actual people talking to like you. Like Mark Hamill in Wing Commander 3, where you see him just yeah. kind of walk towards through the doors. It's not, not full motion video, but whatever. But I find it funny, because they do a lot of this western theme stuff, like you're in... Uh, your, you know, the different sectors of space are named after U.S. states. Yep. Particularly Western states like Montana, Nevada, Nevada Texas. Nevada. You know the stations are named after um, actual Cities. like right. Lubbock, yeah. uh, Independence. Yeah, Nacho, Nacho Libre. No, there's a uh, Natchez. Not no, there's not like yeah, Natchez Genes or something in New okay. Mexico. Anyway, so there's a bunch of those towns, right? And I find it funny. I mean, granted, I've only played maybe about forty five minutes, but I've been to a bunch of places already and seen a bunch of people. I am kind of funny 
that you have this thing set in the West and all of these places, and I'm in Texas, in Texas, and then the only kind of people that are in the game are either alien, white, or black, and then there are no Hispanics in space. There's no Asians, Dan? There's a lot of there's a lot of Spanish words. Okay. No, that's fine if there's no Asians, because if this is supposed to be a Western thing, although there are a lot of there are a lot of Asians, but if there's supposed to be a Western theme. Uh, on Western themed movies, and that there should be Hispanics. That's fine. I'm not that. I'm not that broken up or about Latinos, that stuff. You know, I don't want to. I don't want this game to like have a uh, an opinion about uh, Chinese railroad workers or something like that. I don't want to see what the what the equivalent of it is in space. I just find it kind of weird that we have a lot of like um, Spanish name places for stuff, mm-hmm. and we're also in Texas mm-hmm. or Texas, yes, Texas in space, and we have all of this like Western, but you know, twang. <laughs> But I is, just want to say there's no who, guy who was rich enough to colonize this, this space. But they all over the place. I'm just the whole aesthetic it's, is that you know we, when Trump builds a wall around the planet, they, they his the his catchphrase is going to be "There's no Hispanics in space." I just I had this thought earlier, and I just wanted to say game devs just because you have like some characters that are black doesn't mean that your game is there's a whole rainbow of of colors there's a whole rainbow of colors if I see multiple aliens before I see like the first non-white black character maybe a problem maybe a problem I don't think it affects my opinion about the game I just thought it was just kind of it was jarring no yeah Latinos is a big part of the about the the western genre stuff Chavez Duco from Good Bad and the Ugly yeah anyway that all you play? I think so that's most of what everything cool alright let's get through news quick Kevin I want to say... Oh, I wanna oh s- Dan's got to say something. Cube World is coming out. Sure. Cube thought- World is coming out in a couple days. Sure, Dan. Uh, sure. No, it's coming out like eight years ago. Nope, nope. It is coming out. There is. It is coming out on September, September 30th. Oh, that's... I have it on my wish list on Steam. Uh-huh. I'm going to play Cube World, y'all. All right. I think Can I'm they- just going to buy it. Buy it straight up because I don't want to log into their site. You want to go back to the weird site? No, nah, you know what? I'll from? give the guy some money. Yeah. Unless it's like a $60 game, you know, when you <coughs> reissue a game that you had years previously and mm-hmm. you charge $60. But, Dan, that was an alpha you were paying for. This is in early access. No, I was this... referring to Link's Awakening. Yeah. Um, I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. You know, a game you released before for uh, $40. Or $30, however lo- much... It would have been game. 30 back then. Yeah, and then you released uh, a remake of that game for 60 so It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird because I get the visuals are really cool, but they kept every exact puzzle. They kept you know all the stories. You know why they released it for 60 bucks? They it's a first-party Switch game. Because you yeah. guys... Also, there's enough people who didn't play it, it yeah, the first I'm, time I'm around. I'm not saying you're not fine with it. I'm saying because of you guys. You Damn guys right. paid $60 for it. There's enough people also who Free didn't market. play it 25 years ago. and baby. Free... <laughs> you get that subscription to Mario Kart yet? Damn right. $5 a month. Anyway, Cubo is coming out. Uh, the, I mean, I guess everything is possible. Even Trump being impeached, I guess. You know what else is possible? No VR controllers. You don't need them anymore. The Oculus Quest. Which I own. Is coming uh, early next year, I believe, is the timetable. finger-sensing technology. So you will basically be able to drop your controllers and play using just your... Don't drop them, because they might be, like, very expensive. The, you don't have to put Actually, them on is anymore. Is it that hard to claim a Steam key? <laughs> yeah. On, on the same note of Oculus, they have officially said farewell to the Gear VR. Oh, really? No more support for Gear VR? Gear VR. So, um, John Carmack at the um, the Oculus Connect developer conference thing. The, the event where they announced all this stuff. Yeah. 
So he gave what he called a eulogy for the Gear VR because he discussed a lot of the shortcomings which have been brought up in the past. One of the biggest ones being people's phone batteries don't last long enough as it is and they don't want to plug it into something that's going to drain it even quicker. And the fact that was kind of cumbersome where you had to take it out of its case if you had a case on your phone, and most people do. Then you have to try and fit it in correctly, make sure your Gear VR is set on the correct setting for the size of your exact model. I will say it was a novel device. I liked playing around with it a little bit. It was fun. Um, It was nifty to try out. Um, But once I gave Dan the, the spare phone that I got to try it out with, it has sat in a drawer never to be used again. I got one for my sister at one point. I don't know if she used it very much, but it was so cheap at the time that I didn't really care about it. I could say why I quit playing mine. I had a, I believe, a Galaxy 5S. I got my Gear VR, Mm -hmm. plugged in, had a lot of fun. My 5S had an issue. I had to get a new phone. So I got a a 6S. We talked about this on the podcast. Mm. And they had it where every version of the Gear VR, a new one came out every time there was a new Galaxy S line of phones. And that new one was backwards compatible with everything back to like the the S5, the first one that was compatible. But the old ones were never compatible. So every time you bought a new phone, they didn't have a trade-in program, anything like that. You had to buy a new Gear VR. I would have kept using it because there were a few games on that were really good. Like the one from the people made Monument Valley. They made that really cool, like, really trippy thing. It was a nifty idea. And then I forget that one, um, you know, where the guy says, hey, I'm going to break. Uh, just sit there. Don't touch anything for 15 minutes. And you could poke around the yeah. desk. That played super well on Gear VR. I heard that Keep Talking and No One Explodes was really good on Gear VR because it's super portable. And it's the type of game where you just go, you know what? In my car trunk, I've got my Gear VR and a bunch of uh, printed things in a three-ring binder. I'll go grab it. Let's just play this game. But, but nowadays, it's the, the Oculus Quest has uh, officially become the de facto version of that. So. so pretty much the support is being dropped with... Um, Let's see, Samsung is dropping Gear VR support from its Galaxy Note 10 this summer. And it probably is the end. Mm-hmm. It's a real cool thing, though, that really did at least... It gave a easy way to show off back then VR, where the only other real easy one at the time was Google Cardboard, which is not really was interesting, but... Or, or as it's known now, Nintendo Labo VR. It's the thing you build, Dan, out of cardboard. Hey, I want to shove my head up a goose's ass. Sure. I need to play Untitled Goose Game. I, I have not played it yet. I think I bought it, but I've got too much to play. Plenty of games, not enough time. Always the conundrum. Um. So let's see. Also, there's a new, since it's been a couple weeks, there's a new Castlevania game coming out, and Konami is entirely focused on high-quality video games, we have known this ever since they had amicable parting with Kojima, where they begged him to stay, but they knew he had to go because they are so focused on high-quality games and not mobile bullshit and pachinko and health clubs. This is, this is all of those things, Kevin. The new Castlevania game is... So coming out, Castlevania, pachinko, Grimoire bullshit. of Souls, and it's coming to the most powerful consoles out there. 
iOS and Android, and it definitely doesn't look as bad of a mobile game as like what Final Fantasy VI did. Actually, it does. Okay. It looks horrible. Okay. It looks so bad. Oh well. We're never getting in our Castlevania game that's we, we actual got one good. This year. It's called Bloodstained. Yeah, we just gotta count. You know, just like we're going to get our weird fucking shit from Kojima, yeah. we're going to get our Bloodstained shit from Iga, mm-hmm. and they're going to be off on their own yeah. doing their thing, and we could count on them. Also, just because it's a fun thing, bring up Fallout had another thing involved with a crappy product. I don't care. A Fallout power helmet. Nuka Cola Colored Edition sold at the GameStop is being recalled because of all the mold that grows inside of the thing you're supposed to put on your head and breathe in. the original version that I got. I'm sorry. You fucked up. It's authentic. It's, you know, you risk when you salvage for items in the post-apocalypse, you're going to get sick. Sometimes it's mold. Sometimes it's super mutants. Yep, not, it's not authentic. You never get sick in the game. Radiation poisoning. That's not. That's not what they're getting. <laughs> they're, they, can't, they can't give you radiation poisoning. They give you the next best thing. Pneumonia. Exactly. Bronchitis. Uh-huh. Toxic. Toxic shock syndrome. And they put cat poop in there, and it's a pregnant ladies put it on, and they get TSS. How many atoms are they going to give people? None. So since this wasn't part of the pre-orders, this was actually sold. It was licensed to and created by and sold by Chronicle, uh-huh. which is a Texas-based company that makes collectibles. And has recalled them on that. So, by, by Chronicle. Nice, nice <laughs> on you. That was well done. Yeah. Very well done. Yep. Also, important note, I love you, Colonel Sanders, a finger-licking romantic adventure, thing like that. That came out as a free game in the last week. Yep, Gita didn't like it. She said it was bad. Gita Jackson with Kotaku. Although, I think, unfortunately, she's too attached to liking, Mm -hmm. like, visual novels. Like, reading through complaints, it's like, no, this sounds like the worst type of best shit. Like, this sounds like the shit I am going to play through on Extra Life. Because... Huh? It's, it's not Literature Club. Doki Doki Literature Club. It's not. Not indeed. You know what sucks on Doki Doki Literature Club? That game does not have cloud saves. I lost my my install of that <laughs> game. Bree and I played for four hours. Yes, it was getting to the again. weird, crazy mm-hmm. shit. We didn't want to go through... Those first four hours again is saying where it's like it's going in a good direction, but I cannot replay from the beginning. Game was not going in a good direction. Forever in the only thing that the only direction that game was going to was 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 was, was hell. Yeah, and that was a good direction. Straight to hell. Anyways, we were getting to the fun part where people were dying and vanishing and glitches. Anyways, every game should have. Cloud saves. Sure. If it's on Steam, all of them should have cloud saves. And I'm looking at you, Grand Theft Auto Five. That's not going to happen. Rockstar, Rockstar created their own Don't storefront. Don't care. However, at least it sounds like they're doing it like you play, where it's like, hey, you could buy it sure. here, you could buy it on Steam, do whatever the fuck you want. Whatever. Another place to sell your email to. And right now you could get San Andreas for free. Sure. I already own San Andreas. I don't, I don't have any intentions of playing it anytime in the near future, so... You know, I have played through San Andreas two times in my life. Thinking back to it, I would never want to do a third time for two reasons. Zero, the character played by David Cross, 
his radio control airplane missions in San Fierro. Sure. Those were fucking horrible. There are articles out there of it being the worst mission in an open world game. And then flight school. Because the flying controls on Grand Theft Auto games have never been great. And back then they were complete garbage. I'll never play that game again. Yep. Don't play it. Nope. Anything else? Let's finish it. It was good while it lasts. We're done. Kevin. San Andreas. Why don't you tell us what you're going to play this next week? Anything new or hot on the agenda? The lost Wages. There's Untitled Goose Game. Yeah? I want to play that. I've heard it's only a couple hours, so easy enough to get through. I watched a speed run for it. It was four minutes. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it really spoiled anything, because it's pretty much glitching through every boundary in the game. Cool. I have heard great stories, though, including apparently some kid who plays with a toy airplane, and you could steal his airplane, put it in a toy shop, where then he has to buy it back from the shop owner. And then that can, one I didn't hear. You could keep doing it over That's and good. over. That's messed up. That goose is a dick. <laughs> like all geese are. As as it was as the Twitter the, the video saw it was honk, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Austin Walker. Austin Walker as the as, as the, the goose, goose went honk, fuck you. <laughs> but he just replaced the honking with sound bites of Austin Walker. Yeah. Everything I have seen and heard about this game is just... Looks delightful. It is perfect. Yeah. I'm probably going to play some of that during Extra Life around the same time Bree wants to play uh, Donut County. Sure, that's a great game. It seems like those two go together perfectly. An asshole raccoon and I, an asshole goose. I forgot to mention I did play one other thing, and that was uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts, which came out. That is a great, fantastic game. Only takes about an hour to complete. So that's the conclusion to Kingdom Hearts yes, Three. Yes, Sayonara, it's Kingdom be- it's Hearts. The best. No, Kevin. Kingdom Hearts every 3. game is the conclusion to it's Kingdom Hearts Three. Yeah, you find out that you're the heartless, <laughs> and then even even Madden. Then Zeno Heart comes along and tells you some anime bullshit, and then Haley Joel Osment cries, and Mickey Mouse appears out of a Satan's butthole. I have to say, I enjoyed watching Giant Bombs. You're going to finish it for the bouncer, where they kept calling the bouncer guy Sora. Yeah, because he, he, he is like fucking Sora. Sora. That game's terrible. <laughs> I had that game. That game's terrible. I beat that the bad, game. The, well, it didn't take you long. It only took you 90 minutes to beat the game. Repeatedly. Thing. Yeah. So I could power up every yeah, character. Sure. I think I 100%ed it. Volt has to get powered up, too. You can't just power up Sora. (laughs) Or other guy. Yeah, third guy with tattoos. I don't know. Tattoo guy, guy, big guy, and Sora. guy, tattoo guy, and Sora. Horny tats and Sora. Yeah. And your girlfriend's a satellite, at least according to them. And somebody turns into... There's one woman who turns into a cat. Yes. So so (laughs) Goose Game is on the agenda this week for you, Kevin? And Cat Quest. Cat Quest. Goose and Cat. And VR. Sure. Dan. Hmm? What's on the agenda for you? I'm going to play Cube World. Yeah? You're going to build a nice little house? Cube World. I don't even know why I bought Rebel Galaxy Go on some quests. Fuck that game. I'm going to play some Cube Did you play World. us in two hours, Dan? Get it refunded, baby. Take on, advantage on of that Epic? steam. Oh, you bought it on Epic. I didn't it's realize Rebel was Epic. Epic game. Yeah. It's only an Epic exclusive. I don't even know if they get that. I don't know if they do either. Stupid Epic Storm. How dare they, man? Oh, you know what? Cube World could get you ready for Minecraft Earth, which is launching early access in next month. No, you don't build in Cube World. You destroy. Yeah. You don't really build in that game. It's an action RPG. You learn to destroy, though, so then you can learn to build. It just looks like Minecraft. It's just Vox. Cool. I'm going to probably try and finish Zelda Link's Awakening. And on that note, 
We're done. We're going to go home and play some video games. I'm going to continue turning all of my Blu-rays into high-quality digital video files. Subscribe to the Plex server. You get early access. No, you have to call my dorm room, and then I'll give you access to the network My password. Folder. Here's the <laughs> password for my network folder. Hey, do you, do I get a free 30-day trial if I subscribe to Fuck Disney, Fuck Netflix, Fuck Hulu? Fuck Disney Plus. Fuck Hulu. Fuck, fuck Netflix, thank you very much. Um, and yes, you can get a free 30-day trial. I just need your email address and, and a your credit social security card. number. Yeah. And a credit card number? So you, no credit card. No, social security. security. So you don't have... Uh, it's it's to prevent you from making multiple email accounts and yeah. keep getting 30-day free trials. Yeah, so you can't... It's just, no, no, no double dipping on my 30-day free trials. Can you just do that? Just keep making email accounts and keep getting 30-day yeah. mm-hmm. free trials? Yep. No. Yes, Dan. The internet's a dark place. Uh, I wish I wasn't so lazy. That just seems like a lot. That's of a lot work. of work. I remember when I was a young kid, there was a BBS in in the Kent area, so they had it where you could go up to one of the local computer like kind of geeky shops that was up on Benson, and you could buy a ten dollar card that gives you a month of access, or you could send you know send them a, a email An electronic mail. And so you could go into their BBS. You just couldn't play any of the games or do any interactive stuff. But you could go into your personal email system in it. And you could send them an email saying, hey, I'd like a free membership card, a free trial. Here is my name and address. And so they sent to my parents' house, because I was living there, one to Kevin Nelson, one to John Nelson, one to James Nelson. Uh One to Sarah Nelson. Big, big family. One to Sue Nelson. Yeah. One to Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson, all right. On the road again. <laughs> and I got tired of the PBS around then. Yeah. But I got six months of it, because every Sue month... Nelson. Yeah. I kind of feel bad Tim about Blake that Nelson. in retrospective. All right. Then I started my own BBS, but was only active when my parents would let me have the phone going. Nice. And no one was on it. Nope. But I had cool BBS games. All right. There were a lot of cool ones back then. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Trade wars for life. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Kevin. Let's go play some games. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you, Articles of Impeachment. Don't forget the Third Amendment, ever. God bless the Third Amendment. God bless the Third Amendment. You ain't taking my bedroom. Not over my cold dead hands. You get the couch, but only if you ask me. I got a futon. That's the pets you're going to get from me, you red coat. If you are a major, then you get the air mattress. I have a hammock in the backyard.